the internet. You're busy. Let's do this. Welcome to the Game Mess Decides podcast. This is the podcast where we decide everything happening in the world of video games so you never have to think for yourself. I'm your host, Jeff Grubb. With me is... Mike Minotti. In today's episode, it fucking sucks here. It just... It sucks. Mm. That's what I have. Yeah. But first, Mike, how are you doing? I I mean this in all seriousness, Jeff. My finger hurts. <laughs> I uh I think having to push this fucking sharp I was just saying, oh, D-pads don't bother me. Having to like push this diagonally constantly for the fucking jumps I have to do in Mortal Kombat Mythologies has actually done some kind of nerve damage to my it's, thumb. It is so sharp. It's ju- it's just like in in the game where you're like, I've got this. And then you immediately fall. D pads never bother me. And now here your fingy hurts. Uh, my first problem. It's just so. I just can't believe it's not a jump button. Yes, more. Ah, uh, 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 but yeah. Uh, it's been a long week. It has. Uh, we're not quite through it. Um, no. God knows. <laughs> tomorrow's supposed to be the bad news day. You should be right. Exactly. Friday. The garbage day. Uh, do you ever stop to think maybe this is your fault for not beating Fujin? Like maybe we're in the bad timeline. I assumed that. I assumed <laughs> this is all my fault, one way or another. Uh, yeah, it's it's rough out there. Lots of layoffs. Uh, it's a real bummer. Um, seems like way more than what are what would be uh, reasonable or uh, in any way justifiable. We'll talk about that. It's going to be kind of what we talk about in our big topics of the week segment. Um, but but yeah, I don't know, Mike. I got. I'm. I guess we should stay it up front. Uh, I'm going to be probably missing these episodes next week. Steph's going to be out of town. I'll be busy. So just a reminder: uh, if you're listening to this now, uh, in the next week, the next episode that you're listening to in, in succession here, uh, I will likely not be on it. Um, but these guys will handle it. There will be an episode. We'll make we'll something. Figure happen. something out, everybody. Don't Absolutely. Worry. Uh, all right, you know what? Let's just get into it. Uh, you can get more from Mike and me by joining the Discord at GameMess.net. Give us a good rating wherever you are listening. Hit that like button on YouTube, please. Both those things help people find the show. If you want to ask a question, you can drop a super chat during the show here on YouTube. Uh, we'll get to all of those before the end of the program. Thank you to Carlos Ayin, who is insane in the rain music on YouTube for the use of our theme songs. Thanks to 1UP versus CPU for our artwork. You can find more of them at 1UP versus CPU.com. We are on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and wherever pods are caught. Thank you to the mods and support us by going to patreon.com slash game mess. That gets you access to the private channels in our Discord, the monthly Q&A, participation in our monthly game club discussions, one month early access to new episodes of Game Mess Jeopardy and Columbros, and of course, all of our shows ad-free. All right, uh, the big topics of the week, uh, layoffs. Riot had a bunch of layoffs. Microsoft laid off 1,900 people. Everyone everyone across the industry is laying off about 8% up to about 12% of their workforce. Uh, everyone's like, hey, we can get away with this right now. We're going to do it. And um, it's it's wild out there. I, I you know, got people kind of message me like, oh, the entire uh, QA teams internally at studios being laid off, just kind of completely losing their jobs. Um it, it's a mess. Mike, how are you feeling about it all? Bad. Not good. Uh, but confused, angry, sad, uh, worried. Lots of uh, negative emotions about this. It's pretty hard to see any kind of bright side except, I guess, the vague promise and that, you know, uh, times like this usually don't last forever. At least they happen right. so far. Uh, it's not that much consolation at the moment. I mean, Jeff, I know you talked about it, about it before, but... If, if I asked you, I don't know if you there's a succinct way for you to explain why is this happening? Yeah, I mean, 
there's there's a couple of reasons. The big reasons, like for most of these companies, it's easier to explain. With Microsoft, they're a three trillion dollar company. They they have the largest market capitalization in the history of the world. Uh, they are more than Apple now. Uh, they're the second company ever to get to three trillion in market cap after Apple. Uh, but there is still still reasons. Uh, the the real reason is is that the industry is. You know, it, if it's growing, it's growing at about 1%. That's the number we got from the MPD group. MPD group uh, looks at everything, all the data available to them, and for the entire market, like, and they look at mobile, everything. And it's like, yeah, we're growing about 1%. Uh, that's about 4% below what, what what they were expecting, which, well, MPD was expecting about 3%. These companies were expecting about 5% growth. And then really what it is, it's, it's actually down way more severely than that because these companies were expecting like 5% growth on a, a year before that was still as high as the pandemic year was. And so it's like, oh, these forecasts are way out of whack. And uh, the companies hired up based on those expectations. And here we are. Um, I think you can like compare it to, to a, a country like Japan, where it's a lot, a lot harder to lay people off. And so they're a little bit more hesitant about hiring people. And there's an argument to be made. It's like, well get rid of some of those regulations and more people will get hired. But it's like, actually they've been way more responsible in terms of slowly building up so that they don't find themselves in situations where they're like completely overstretched and they have to begin cutting a bunch of jobs. That's way more traumatic, traumatic than uh, just kind of slowly hiring people consistently as you need it. Um, for Microsoft, it's it's the same thing they, I think they're looking down the barrel of, okay, yeah, we did just buy a big publisher. Uh, and we do have uh, Xbox Game Pass and all this stuff. But we, for the next couple of years, we're not expecting huge leaps in growth for anything, especially like Call of Duty. Call of Duty is probably going to have, you know, a, a, a couple up years, a couple down years over the next little bit. Um, but between the Battle Royale game, between the mobile game and between the console uh, premium release, uh, when you add all of those up together, the next couple of years aren't going to be like a 10% growth year compared to the high tide of what they experienced during the pandemic. So and you can extrapolate that across the entire uh, portfolio over there at, for, for Microsoft. So they're saying, yeah, we, we, what are we going to do? Uh, we have a lot of people now and we did just make an acquisition. So there are redundancies. So the simple thing here is to cut a bunch of jobs. And it's just like, uh, why, why is it that simple? Um, right. It but shouldn't it's, be we, that simple. And we know it's not just redundancy. It's not just. just. And we're here specifically from Blizzard of just so many just straight up developers. The entire team that was working on a new project uh, seems like Overwatch 2 uh, hit by this. A bunch of people. I mean, our, our mentor, Dan Shu, is working, I think, in the editorial team. A third of his team and him uh, are gone. So just tons over there. Right. Yeah, that's you know, that's why I opened with like that. It's 8% across the entire industry. Everyone like these. These are not some. Oh, this is Microsoft doing this because the acquisition happened. I know that's a common thing from a lot of people. And I get I get that string of thinking. Obviously, that does have some effect on this. But it's not the only thing that's happening here. Sorry to interrupt. I'll let you continue. No, you're right. It's just the yeah, I think the Microsoft in the Xbox thing is especially upsetting because that I mean, that company just has so much money. It's so, so much money. I don't understand what the point of being a company is, if not to just at least support a workforce instead of just immediately dumping them and making that uh, the solution because it's the easiest solution. As soon as you need to find a way to lighten the loan or to make stockholders happy. And of course, the stock price goes up. What do you do? We did it, everybody. We win. Um, just encapsulates like everything wrong with the whole system, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's... um. 
And, I, you know, of course, people people point, point to corporate consolidation. And I, I just don't love that because um, it makes it sound like if we just stop these people from being able to sell their businesses to other businesses, capitalism would work. And it's just like, it's not, I wish... But no, they're, 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 the, the symptoms go so much deeper. They're, they're, the problems are, the cracks run to the very foundation of it all. Uh, if, if Microsoft was blocked from buying Activision Blizzard, uh, we would likely still be seeing most of these layoffs just spread across two companies instead of one. Um, I did, definitely, we'd be seeing them, I, I think, at, at Activision, and honestly, probably at Microsoft as well. Um, Activision was, was definitely going to be like thinking about, okay, uh, we have... Again, going back to Call of Duty, we have expressed Call of Duty in the number of ways that we can figure out how to express Call of Duty to get as much milk out of it as possible. And now we are, we're, we have the mobile game, we have a, a, a bunch of Battle Royales that we released back to back, and now we're going to kind of try to focus on one of those, and we're going to have the $70 game coming out every year. Uh, can we keep making more Call of Duties? Yeah, we're going to actually, we have a couple more coming. But beyond that, what do we have? And it's, um, they, they, they don't know. Uh, they don't know, so the, their only other solution, usually, instead of well, instead of making big bets for growth, if those aren't working or we're too afraid to do those, it's to cut costs. And they're uh, the easiest thing to cut is the thing that costs the most, and that's labor. Um, and here we are. Right, but it just seems like they're setting themselves up poorly uh, for the future. So okay, maybe this Blizzard yes. game, the survival game, wasn't working. Well, we're still going to need something. Uh, can't you get those people to make something else? Maybe uh, instead. Yes. What we have at Blizzard right now, and Overwatch 2, that also just lost a lot of staff. It is not in a good place at all. A Hearthstone that has been dwindling for uh, a pretty long time now. Diablo 4 that came out strong and seems to have been very quiet since then. I don't know exactly how that's doing. I can't imagine it's doing terribly. But Blizzard just seems like it's such a weird place right now. I can't imagine what its future is. Uh, I, I wonder what's going to happen to that campus, Jeff. I, I wonder if that's a big sticking point with Microsoft that Blizzard has this giant, expansive uh, in California, in, in Irvine, California, giant office complex, right? Campus, yeah. it's literally a campus. I've been there. It's very ornate. It's huge. It has to be incredibly expensive. And now at a time where we really don't need offices that much. Nice to have, I guess. But man, what's going to happen to that? And just I mean, much it, it, nice to have to a point because like, but you start looking at those numbers, probably it's like, man, the world in which we made the mortgage for that thing or whatever it is the loan uh is so different like if we were to build the same thing today it would be half the price or we'd be our monthly payment on that would be half of what we what we're paying on it uh because office real estate has completely collapsed no one's renting offices anymore uh, no one's building no one needs offices anymore so yeah, that stuff is very cheap. And so when you have these contracts that are built in, they look especially egregious. I bet you're right. I bet that campus does look like an eyesore when they are looking at the costs and, uh, and comparisons like that. Um, yeah, I think setting themselves up for the future, you said. I, boy, it doesn't feel like there's any thinking about that right now. Right now, it feels like, oh, my God, we're making too many games. That And that, it's yeah. like, oh, 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 shit, really? That doesn't seem like something would be possible. People still people are still buying a lot of games. People spend a lot of money on games they like. Yeah, if you have a, if you make a bad game or a game that people do not get moved by, it's very easy for that thing to, to to crash and burn. I recognize that that is a huge risk and that that is a scary proposition if you are one of these companies. But if you just still if you don't think that making games is the answer, what the fuck are we doing here? I I just don't get it, Mike. 
Yeah, right. Like, what else? What else are we going to do? Right. Uh, right. I mean, you can latch on to you can hope for another buzzword to come around and, and hope that works. And honestly, yes. that feels like well, that's what they're doing. So uh, survival, survival games. OK, right. We'll just do one of those. Like, I hate to see a game. I, I, you know, I would have rather that game got made and finished. I would have rather that maybe they worked on something a little bit more inspired or exciting than that. Who knows? We don't we haven't seen that game. Right. We might not ever know. I had Blizzard it, survival but, game. I bet it would have been really good. I bet it would have been, been really fun. Would very but, good. Would have been very spiffy. And but you know, I mean, they've been struggling this for a while. Even Overwatch was basically the bones of a much more ambitious game that was never able to get off the right. ground. And then they made something fantastic out of that, and then sort of slowly kind of ruined it. Right. Um, I still find that whole PVE cancellation baffling. I think that's that was clearly. The wrong choice, I think, was clearly mismanaged there. And I know that's a lot where a lot of the cuts went over there. I know some other place where the Xbox cuts happened, I think, according to Jez, uh, Corden is on the physical publishing side, right? Which I suppose that's not shocking, but that's not too shocking. We're going to see a lot be people making more cuts in throughout this year. Yeah, at a certain point, it's like I bet they're thinking, why is that not something we're just when we need it, we'll outsource it. And when we don't need it, why are we spending money on it? yeah, um, it, it, those shifts are happening. Like there are still there are still like strategic and and behavioral shifts in the market that justify moving people around and and taking resources out of one bucket and putting in another one. Um, this is just a full on reversal from games in many ways. Now, I mean, not a complete reversal, but they are in reverse, pulling back from okay, we made all these investments, all these beliefs in games, and and now that's just not something we want to be in the business of right now of like 100% committed to all these things. We want to pick and choose and, and just be very safe and go with what we know. And it's like, I mean, you've been like that before Xbox. That's what the Xbox one generation was where you're like, like you had that launch of the Xbox one, those launch games didn't perform. You uh, tried to get that tomb Raider exclusive game that didn't go very well. And then you're like, well, fuck, we see everyone playing destiny constantly. Uh, why are, why would we be trying to make anything other than a game like that? where people are just going to play that for 2,500 hours. Uh, anything else is a waste of our time. And it's like, oh, okay, well, again, hopefully Game Pass solved that. And now but we're kind of back here where it's like, you're, are you going to only go with stuff that are sure bets or, or only go with things that are, uh, I mean, I suppose a big expensive survival game from a Blizzard, maybe that is a, a beast of a different color at a certain point. Maybe that is so massive and, and so uh, uh, such a huge risk that it's different. But I, I don't know. It feels like, well, yeah. Just take those people then and move them to something else. Why are they all being let go? It's it's because they're afraid. My worry is, you know, we have, we're having amazing games right now. This month has been amazing. Last year was amazing. But that's a product of things happening four, five, six, seven years ago. I'm, I'm worried about what this industry is going to look like in terms of the quality of games we're getting in four, five, six years right now because of the decisions that we are making right now. I think they're going to look incredibly short-sighted in the near future. Yep. Um, well, we're it's probably we're gonna get to a couple of years from now. You're right, and we're gonna look around and be like, man, remember, remember 2022, remember 2023, 2024. Those were some good years for games. Uh, we were getting a lot of games, and and you know, while this is happening, the under the underlying market, the bubbly market of, of people making games and putting it on Steam and making Pal Worlds with a handful of people, um, or you know, even like a small, relatively small teams, uh, that's not gonna slow down. People, that's just gonna keep going. Um, and you're going to be in a, a world where uh, you're going to be even less relevant if you can't if you didn't make some big bets yourself at some point. So 
yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Nineteen hundred people is—it's uh, a really huge number. It's unfathomable. It's, it's all, a huge it's number. Right. And by the way, it's not just a shrug. That's how the—that's how business works. Number. So please, God, please don't. If if you have that take, please just think a little bit more. Think that things can oh, actually yeah. be remarkable. Not everything can be shrugged off in a non-issue because if it is an issue, it would have to bum you out for two minutes. I'm not saying that you have to be depressed for the rest of your life. Yeah, but it is a real thing. It is real serious. And there need to be solutions instead of everyone twiddling their thumb here and just kind of uh, waiting it out or hoping it's not as bad as we think because that's this just business or something. Yeah, I mean, listen, you, you have my permission to be a nihilist, but fucking keep it to yourself. Just keep it to yourself. If you're actually a nihilist and you really don't care about any of this, then don't care somewhere else. Don't you don't have to tell people that you don't care. Just fucking go be miserable and and uh, unaffected by human suffering somewhere else. I don't need it in my mentions. Don't need it in the comments. Don't need it in the chat. Just save it, please. Uh, all right. Um, if if you have if people have any questions about this, you have any comments you want to make yourself. So again, the super chats are open. Um, or if you want to have to talk about something else that happened this week, feel free. We will still talk about. We have our other topics happening. Uh, we're going to you know choose the best game of twenty thirteen or twenty thirteen things like that. Um, we've been playing Tekken. We've been playing. I, I've been playing Like a Dragon. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But if there's anything else you guys want to talk about on this subject or anything else, feel free to hop in there. Let us know. Uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, uh, we'll do some super chats. Talk to you all right after this. And we're back. Uh, Mikey, if you have some super chats, go ahead and read those to me. Absolutely. So we got a few here. First up from Adam GC says, I cannot fucking even with the end of that play club. <laughs> I showed my wife and she was so upset on Mike's behalf. Oh, Jeff, I um, gosh, the, the most the incredible thing is that, you know, the community has really come out and supported me, Jeff, in incredible uh -huh, of ways. Course. Yep. People have gone, gone through the effort of uh, specifically finding and clipping the time Jeff got tired. Uh, of Sonic 06 because he was bad at pushing balls for Ooh, 20 damn. minutes. Yeah. So then Nikki just told him how to clip through a door and cheat. <laughs> and we were happy for him. We cheered. <laughs> we're like, that's nice. Good okay. job, Dan. I do have thoughts about this specifically. Uh, you, there is a certain amount of pride that you have. And I know you did ask for help. I'll, I'll get to that. There's a certain, certain amount of pride that you have of doing it yourself that Dan doesn't have, <laughs> and I don't want. And I'm like worried about sullying that. But clearly, with this game, we have crossed over that line where it's like, you know, you've done it. You've done what was expected of you well, and more. And so now that we're going through it again, clearly, let's just talk it out and figure out the best some, way to do this. Uh, somebody else literally edited together a tips video for me in this level. And remember, at one point, I was like, I'm worried that I'm not getting some ability that is like some diagonal projectile. Is that really what it was? <laughs> well, guess the fuck what, everybody. <laughs> so I might have to, I think, well, here's what I'm going to do when I get back in there on Wednesday. I'm going to learn, like, at least one good ground combo. I'm going to find a really efficient way to kill these minions so that right. I can kill them and get experience and get the diagonal thingy and then go fight <laughs> Fujin, the fucko. He's not even a fucko. Fuckos are good. We're fuckos. He's We're just fuckos. a fuck off. Yeah. That fuck off Fujin. We're going to freeze him. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to kick him. And then when he makes a tornado, we're going to apparently run to the side of the stage and grab the edge of it. You psychopaths. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with you? I, here's what I, 
I, I don't get like um, most of almost all of chat was on your side, like being to be told that information. Uh, Sean, why were you like, no, we can't tell them? It was just because it's like we wanted to suffer. Because Sean hates me. Because Sean, <laughs> Sean likes to see me suffer. That's the only reason why. <laughs> Listen, Mike, Mike, remember when I told you that I don't accept apologies? I get even. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Like I said, Go to hell, you he fucko. Me. Cool. Oh, my God. Right. So yeah, because Good he grudge. hates me. Uh, you should have said. Thing. Anyways, we're even now. We're we cool now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could not. I, like I really couldn't hold it in. I like when I saw. When I like first I read. It's like you got to grab hold of something and hold on. And I was like, because I read it first before I saw the video. I, I was like. What, what the fuck are you talking what about? You talking Hold on about? to what? That has not been a thing. I'm like, is he supposed to try to jump off the edge and grab the side of the stage? Like, hang? Like, that's like that's the most psychotic thing I've ever heard. It's like, it's like no, it's the second most psychotic thing I've ever heard. Run to the edge of stage, duck, and just, I, th I guess he automatically he does this. He just grabs it over there. It's like some bespoke special context animation yes. that happens only in that. It's, it's psychotic. It is just absolutely criminal it is literally just john tobias or somebody was like it'd be funny if they just died no matter what after being this boss i so i, I don't even right. want to give them the credit for that i think it's just like they're like hey it would be cool it, it would be cinematic if you had to yeah. like hold on to this stage and then no, they thought, well, that's not a mechanic in our game though yeah yeah and they never even thought about the ramifications of what that meant <laughs> exactly i don't know hey you know, I'm having I'm having a good time with this. I'm glad I'm not playing it. Hey, but that was I, the I, most bullshit thing I've ever seen. It is. I want to be clear. You know, I I don't get upset. Uh, I'm still. I am having fun. I'm <laughs> glad that everybody is having a good laugh. You know, it's all entertainment. So don't like don't shoot. Feel bad for me or anything. <laughs> uh, other than your hurt fingy, of course. The hurt fingy. Never... That's a problem. I uh, it, uh the um, new uh, episode of uh of highlight reel from our friend Chris Person. Uh, he, I think he put that up on his Patreon today. Uh, it's out Ooh. early for Patreon, and I think that clip is in there of you doing the the jump kick. Oh, so yeah. the uh, jump kick. Yes, uh, that was. Yeah. Um, he was like, as soon as he saw that, he like I saw him favorite it, and then like two seconds later, I got a DM saying, "Can I put this in highlight reel?" My like, absolutely, oh, yes. go so go for excited. it. Uh, all right. More, any more super chats? Yes. Next from RT Bix says, "Mike, your pain brings us so much joy. Thank you, Jeff. How are you feeling about Harbaugh leaving Michigan?" I'm I'm fine with it. Um, I, it's like hard to like try to talk about it on Twitter. It's a terrible place to talk about something like this. Har <laughs> I, thank you, Harbaugh, for getting us the national championship. He earned that. He did that. Um, I do think at this point, especially the, the changes to college football and the name, image, and likeness sort of payments, Michigan is like number one, number two in terms of being the most uh, a profitable college football program. They have so much money, and they are also at the same time. The one place where a defensive person has won the Heisman and finished second in Heisman voting in the last couple of years. If you're a defensive player, you're going to want to go play at Michigan. So I think they're going to be able to recruit great players with or without Jim Harbaugh. I'm not too worried about it. And I always thought Jim Harbaugh was kind of weird, honestly. He was, he's like, I, when I hear these stories about him telling players, don't eat chicken because chicken's a nervous bird and it will make you nervous. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this guy talking what are about? You what do you, how do you think that gets transferred? Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> what, how, what do you think eating is, Jim what Harbaugh? What do you think eating is? Like, you are what you eat. That's not real. No, and it's definitely not real like that. Like, you are what you eat. Like, when the other thing is alive, it's like, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, so, hey, whatever. 
he he's a good coach. He is clearly a good coach. I think uh, what he did with San Francisco was really great. What he did with Stanford before that was great. What he did with Michigan is great. He's going to have success wherever he goes. I think Michigan's going to be fine in the same way that Ohio State was fine when Jim Trestle left uh, and then Urban Meyer left. Uh, even I know Ryan Day hasn't really had a great success against Michigan. Uh, Ryan Day has still done very well. I, if Michigan was like like that for like five years, I'm used to that now. I think they're going to be kind of going back and forth with Ohio State for the next 15 years or so, and I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Youngstown hero, Jim Trestle. All right. And then uh, Alex says, for Mike's nerve damage recovery fund, please save us from fusion. Uh, <laughs> it was really weird. Like, if I press on my thumb, it feels like, yeah, it feels kind of crunchy. Is it, so it's it's like a nerve. It's not like, because for me, it was uh, with the dual sense. Like, I just aggravated the skin underneath to the point where it like must have became like slightly infected and it hurt to the touch so bad. It doesn't it like hurt kinda, right now, a bump. Really? There's just something weird about it. Okay. So that's, that's so it's like, a, okay. it's like I lost some feeling. <laughs> yeah. It gets numb. It gets numb. My finger is numb because I was trying to practice uh, Korean back dashes and the tip right. of your finger gets numb. It's, uh, I mean, it's I your pound of flesh. I've been using a lot of like PlayStation style D pads lately. Cause I was, I'm playing Tekken five on a PlayStation five controller. So yeah. Maybe just uh, been D-pad heavy lately. You know what sucks? I used to like Fujin. <laughs> I was a neat character. <laughs> I'm sorry you've lost this. You've lost yeah. this love for this character. It took Fujin from me. Uh, El Grug says, I never felt my heart rate increase watching someone stream a game until yesterday. Is Fujin the worst boss in the game you've played? I thought about that specifically. I think the answer is yes. I don't think I've ever fought a worse video game boss. More boring ones, certainly. There's bosses that are so nothing. Oh, sure. It's like stupid. And why is this even here? Uh, but this is this is insane. This is uh, pure hell. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to really think about it to even I mean, if imagine I was, something that's that, that that's that bad. If I was just fighting like an actual fighting game like CPU that was kind of bullshit, that's one thing. But it's not right. That. It's insane. Yeah, and and for it to be, I mean, obviously all this stuff stacks on top of one another. For it to be at the end of that level. Uh, after having to learn that level and having lives and continues and like you could still kind of lose a life here and there to bullshit in that level and you get there and it's just the fact that the um the jump kick did happen on uh or was it did the jump kick happen when you got a game over and then also the tornado happened when you were on your last life and got a game over that might be right that might be right right so it's like to be on game overs yeah just so frequently be in that position where it's like Win now or game over and start the level over. All that stuff stacks to make it so much more bullshit. Yeah. Connell, what's his minor good news? Uh, new Celeste content tease. That's nice. I would, um, I'm kind of at a point where I, I don't know if I will or will check, will or will not check out new Celeste content. I'm kind of like, you know, I could go for a Celeste too. It's, it's kind of what I want. Uh, maybe that's not really in the cards. Maybe they'd yeah, rather. Yeah, I guess it maybe depends. What, what if this is like, you know, Celeste 2 in spirit but just well, it's not it if it's like I know, I know. shovel night we're sure yeah. but i don't know if it few things have updates that extensive sure good point yeah char wolf says guys please tell me we see id's new game this year what do we think is working on because um i mean machine games are teasing quake right uh so and they like, probably are making that. quake um why, why, why does why does the whiteboard say quake six they're uh at least in terms of the actual numbers, there was only four. There were like other quakes after four, like champions. I just never thought of that as like quake five. I, 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 I wish I could answer. I don't know. Uh, I wonder. I would have to like ask the hardcore quake community if there's an answer to that that, yeah. that I'm not 
realizing. I'll get on. I'll yeah, work on uh, Jeff, I know you're busy with the Ridge Racer angle. Thanks. Feel free to <laughs> Thank share you for, any details. So I'll, I'll one, chase down one this at a time. Thing. Thank you. Uh, people are saying quick, wait, quick war champions is probably no. Nick Turbo says quick. Champ I don't know. See, it, it turn, champions is five and throw. That's kind of fucked up. Who played? Quick? <laughs> I mean, I think I played quick <laughs> hey, champions once. Mario Kart two or great two or the fucking is Mario Kart yeah. nine. So. Well, whatever. I mean, I don't uh, think they're going to call it Quake 6 anyway, so. It released uh, the last Doom. Doom Eternal. Several years ago, right? Yeah. When was Prey 2? Was that them or is that somebody else? No, uh, Prey, Prey 2. That was, was Human um, Head Studios. It, okay. Well, no, wait, no, no. Uh, that was uh, going to be Human. Oh, I'm sorry. I said Prey 2. I meant, uh, God, what was that other? It, you fucked me up pretty had, bad there. <laughs> had the sequel, the Desert Wasteland one. I'm sorry. Oh, not Rage 2? Rage Two was that it? Rage that, Two that, that was it, I think, but that was before Doom, wasn't it? It was involved, yes. Avalanche and it. It might. That's right. That Doom. was yes, yeah. Um. Okay, so it's. I mean, listen, it's been long enough that we guess we could hear something from it. I honestly have. No, I haven't really thought about it. Well, what could they be working on? I mean, it could I, be working on uh, Heretic or Hexen, right? Um, be, that would be cool. You know what they should do with all that? They should just fucking make it Doom cross Heretic, Doom cross Hexen or something like that. Yeah. Like make it all kind of connected or something. At least for one offshoot, that would be fun. I don't know. I, I, I find a bet. Probably just the next Doom. Is what they're prob on. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Ted Dirk says both Hitman, Blood Money, and the Ace Attorney Apollo Justice Collection released on Switch this week. Which should I play first? Oh, that Blood Money collection came out? Uh, blood money. It's just blood money. It's hit Hitman blood, blood money. Oh, it's just um, Hitman blood money. Right, right, right. So that, but it, that's came, out. it came. It came out. Uh, I think almost exactly a week ago. I was about yeah, to weird. get it, and then I was like, uh, I'm gonna hold off until I finish some other stuff. But I was like, oh, I've been looking for for something to play on my Switch. So yeah, that's out. And it looks pretty. Looks pretty decent. It looks pretty good. Uh, I guess it also had some quality of life improvements and stuff. Like it feels like a, a well. Uh, uh, just it got some love. Is what it feels like. I do like those uh, Ace Attorney games a lot. I mean, look, those are two very different things. I guess you've got to ask yourself if you're in the mood for some, you know, stealth stuff or a more visual novel with some adventure game elements thing. I mean, Apollo Justice is definitely going to last you longer if that's a concern. That's, you know, three pretty beefy kind of games in one collection. All right, that is it for Super Chats for now. If you guys want to send any more, we will read them before the end of the show. Oh, there's one right now. Ali Miracle says, Lions win. Grubbing in Vegas? Uh, if the Lions win, and I talk to Steph, and we, like, figure some stuff out, if I can make it happen, I will. I think I'll, what I'll do is I'll do a week of streams trying to make enough money to justify going to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. Uh, and we'll, we'll see. We'll see. That's like a very soft plan right now. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. The Lions still need to win. Okay. Uh, is that, that does it for the Super Chats you said, Mike? That's it for now. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for sending those in. Like Mike said, if you send any more, we'll get to all of them before the end of the episode. And again, if there's something you want to talk about, the layoffs just kind of blew everything else off the desk for me. Um, but if there's something that happened in the news you want to talk about, let me know. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. Uh, all right, I, I'm ready to go for uh, best game of 2013 if you are, Mike. Or, Christian, should we take a break? You tell me. No, 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 it's just to it's just yeah, go into game. it. Yeah. We all right. Because we're going to also do, um, we have a, we finally have a, a gay mess hall of fame thing to do. So we can take a break between these two things. 
That's right. All right, everybody. So we're going to do the best games of 2013. Uh, refresher on this. Me and Mike, we picked the five best games of 2013. You guys give some help if you're a podcast producer. Uh, and if, if you also, if you have a super chat, you want to drop a suggestion, you can do that as well. Uh, also, feel free to just throw them in chat. That's fine. We pay attention to that sometimes. Uh, all right, Mike, 2013, where do you want to start? It's weird because there's some games, there's some really big, important games here that I think I really liked at the time. And not that I think they're bad games now, but I'm just, I'm not. Shut the fuck up. It's Zelda Link Between Worlds. Look, it's, I mean, yes, not <laughs> that one. That one has only gotten better with age, actually. Uh, man, Link Between Worlds is so good. It's just, it, I can't believe that we almost just got a Link to the Past remake instead of that. Because yeah. that would just be so, I mean, that'd be good. <laughs> Well, but we don't one we don't need it and two a link between worlds <laughs> we got like between worlds which might be the best of all of the like old dungeon style zelda games i mean was. it legit is one of the best games ever made it is a game when you pick up you just can't put it down because it feels so good to play and it immediately just begins feeding you great progress and just it's just so well done it's so good and like especially in terms of like Back then, like the old games, okay, there's going to be like some kind of gimmick that we're going to play with. And here it's that like becoming a drawing on wall things. And it's great. They squeeze so much juice out of that. I love the way it gets incorporated first into that one boss fight that got the shield. But then in an even better way in the final boss fight. What a good final boss fight. Just a ton of fun. That game and really good 3D effects, like a game where the 3DS 3D stuff was fantastic and kind of added to it for me. Oh, Love that. Love, 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 love. Absolutely. Um, do you want to suggest a real one other than the one I just yelled out there? Well, I mean, that's a very, but like, I guess, like, some of these ones I'm thinking. Wait, what was the one? Oh, okay. So now Fire Emblem Awakening is this year. Ah, uh, wow. Last what time. a good year for the 3DS. <laughs> yeah, 3DS was having a good year in the nor North America, that's for sure. Yeah, everything I said last time about Fire Emblem Awakening is true. I think it's still the best Fire Emblem. Did a really good job of balancing that kind of fun social stuff. Uh, with the combat, I think it still has the overall best cast of characters. It was just this really big moment for the franchise, finally breaking through and becoming something kind of permanent, right? Like, it's on the cusp of going yep. away, and now it feels like, of course, it's going to be Fire Emblems. That's just going to be a thing Nintendo will release every once in a while. And a lot of that is due to the, I mean, God, most of it's due to the success of this one game. Yeah, I think, I'm, God, I remember having conversations with you about that back then. Like, we must have been, like, early relatively early-ish game speed days. Um, and we were like, oh, yeah, the Fire Emblem feels like it is now one of those Nintendo franchises where, uh, you know, it's not Mario and it's not Zelda, but it's right behind it. And it's like, that's still kind of true to this point. And it did happen with Awakening. Uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, just, uh, it does everything right. It's got, it does have great tactics, uh, great uh, great battles, really well designed. The characters- the last fight, I still remember, it's on the back of a dragon. I don't always remember yeah. the last fight in a, in a uh, fire of them game, honestly, but I always remember that. That's pretty yep. sweet. And then, I, I mean, I, the 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 pairing up system and having kids like that was awesome. That was so cool. Uh, and it's one of those things where it's like I've kind of, I've. I know that they that was like the spin in Fire Emblem Awakening, so they're hesitant to like replicate that. And then sometimes they're like, "Man, I wish we could just kind of do that again." So how can we do that in a new, in a new way? Kind of wish they would just make that a standard part of Fire Emblem going forward. I like it that much. Yeah, uh, Photon in our chat said Shin Megami Tensei would, uh, 4 would be here if it was named Final Fantasy. And you know what? Pretty funny, actually. Maybe not <laughs> I, no, but no, I played that whole game because of all the hype, and I liked Persona. I played like all 80 hours of it or whatever. It's, it's, it's okay. 
<laughs> it was okay. I'm sorry. Uh, People love that game, but it, uh, it's fine. They do love that game. Um, all right. I'm going to go with... Man, this was the Call of Duty ghost year. Uh, I'm going to go with Super Mario 3D World. This uh, was which, weird for me because, you know, I was initially right. only so-so on this game. And then when that Switch version came out, it just had some small improvements and the whole yeah, other like campaign. Like 10% faster, that kind of thing. Right, yeah. a little bit faster. You had that kind of dive jump and suddenly I was just absolutely in love. But it was, of course, still a great game. Yeah, I... uh uh, you know, I really did enjoy this playing this by myself, but then I did, I, did, I played a lot with Steph and we had a really good time doing that as well. That I think that's what so really sold it for me. It's like, I love the way this looks. This is a, an HD 3D Mario game uh, and it, it looks fantastic. It, it um, It's not, you know, it's not Galaxy, but it, it's it's doing the thing where it's like, hey, we're afraid of giving contr- camera control over to the player still at this point. Um, so how, how are we going to deal with that? We're going to kind of have basically have almost a fixed angle camera for a lot of these levels. I'm like, you know what? That's completely fine. They still found a, a bunch of ways to make these levels feel really satisfying. Um, and I like I still kind of like the idea of just like running through a course and getting to the end. That style of Mario still has its place even in 3D. Um and then, I, you know, great music. And the, it really is just beautiful art design. So Super Mario 3D World got me from the beginning. It does get better on the Switch. It clearly does. But for me, at the at the moment, I was already super in love with this game. I think I, at the time, I think I called it my uh, favorite Mario game or the best Mario game. Uh, gave it a 10 out of 10 on game speed, all that stuff. I, I love 3D World. What do, what do we do with Bioshock Infinite? The most quickly reassessed game in history, I think. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I gave it an eighty-nine out of hundred. I remember that. I remember. I remember because I, when I gave it the eighty-nine, it was like you know, obviously there was a lot of discourse. I remember Chris Person asked me on Twitter, he's like, "Yeah, well, well what happened to the one point for it to get a 90? And I'm like, "I have." I remember like thinking, "I have a rationale for that." I'm not going to sit there and actually was it talk the casual about racism that that uh, <laughs> stopped it from getting the ninety. Yeah, that was definitely a part of it. It was also. Um, I definitely remember thinking it was so weird when the twist was, and the people who are fighting against the oppression are just as bad as the oppressors. Right. I remember playing the game and being like, oh, that's whack. Okay. <laughs> there's a lot of weird things. I, I remember there's this like, one part where there's some guys like, hey, we have those things from the first Bioshock here. Drink this. You have bees shoot out of your hands. Like, what? <laughs> oh, okay. They're just uh- here. I think that the thing for me was that the world felt so lifeless. Uh, like, w- like when you have the NPCs and stuff, it's like, oh, it's almost like you were on a ride. And so it, and, it, and there was no explanation for it other than that's just video games. And so it felt like they were putting on this uh, facade that would have something else behind it. And it's like, no, they, they just are asking you to sort of buy into that in a way that just didn't feel like they figured out answers to these things. And I think there's, that is true for a lot of things in that game. I think they had a bunch of ideas and they got to a point where it's like, ah, oh, we don't have answers for it. And I, I'm, part of that is a shame that, you know, these games can't get enough time, and enough money to get to that point where it's like, well, we have ideas. Let's actually see them through. And they have to like cut them up, cut them short. But Infinite really does suffer from that. I think it's a fine game. It's still a game that I bet I would enjoy playing up to a point. Uh, but I, I don't really want to put it on my top it, five. It here, was Mike. also a, uh, a precursor to met, met, uh, multiverse bullshit. And even back yeah. then, I thought I resented that. Wow. So in the beginning, this game's trying to like be as critical of, you know, patriotism as, say, the first Bioshock was of, you know, things like capitalism and, and you know, things like that. 
And then it was just like, ah, forget that. Wouldn't it be crazy if, like, there if, if, if there's a hole and you look? It's still called Revenge, Revenge of the Jedi in this <laughs> yeah. multiverse. And at the end, hey, look, we're in Rapture. Yeah, yeah. it's like, uh, uh, oh, uh, uh oh, there's an infinite number of these, no matter what. But there's always a lighthouse. It's like, what? I don't, what the fuck is any of that mean? mean? What does that mean? Well, there is that <laughs> It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't right. mean anything. But, you know, uh, I had fun playing the game. I really did. And like, I, if you asked me, like, when I was done, I was like, yeah, that was super fun. And then I just, yeah. whenever I think about it, I was like, I'm like, eh, <laughs> something unfortunate about all that to me. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, okay, then how about Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag? That's actually a good game. That's, That's a game sure. I really like. Black Man, Flag ruled. I, in a world where I had infinite time, I would be replaying that game. That's, yeah. That's a game that I think I would really enjoy going back to right now. I mean, you know, I mean, the Assassin's Creed stuff and it was fine. That stuff was beginning to feel kind of samey at this point. But all the sailing really was just super fun and very intriguing. And it really was this fun little map, not little map, this fun big map, a perfectly sized map you had <laughs> to sail around and do all this goofy stuff in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, they just they really d d captured the magic of, hey, what if you were basically a pirate on the high seas? What would that feel like? And so, well, you know, I would want to have my ship and have them singing sea shanties. And then I would see some bullshit shining in the ocean. I want to just dive right into it and swim down and get it and sw bring it back up. And then and it's like you could do all of that in the game. And, and it feels really good. It works really well. Um, the characters got a lot of that. Oh, cool pirate swagger that you would want. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, God, I like, I like Black Flag a whole bunch. It's not my, it's not my favorite Assassin's Creed, but it's like almost because it feels so different that I don't even think about it as an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, sometimes. I know what you mean it's just its bit. own thing. I'd be surprised if it's not like in anybody's top three, right? And, and if mm -hmm. it isn't, it maybe it's because of that. Man, how did, how is Wind Waker HD in uh, 2013? How is the HD update of Wind Waker 11 years old now? God. Yeah, it's messed up. <laughs> it's, That's yeah. messed up. I don't yeah, really want to consider honestly, it. Honestly, like, Pikmin 3 coming out in 2013 is messing me up a little bit, too. Where that's it's like, this year? Yeah, it's like, man, then I played the deluxe one just a couple years ago, so that game feels like really fresh in my mind. And I remember reviewing that game as well. God, I was reviewing a lot of games this year. Uh, yeah, Pikmin 3, I, I definitely think about that one a lot. Um, I wish I played I, it. Now, now, I'm, now I resent myself for not having done that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put it on the list for consideration. It is good, but it's not deluxe. Uh, so we'll, we'll put it on there for now. It'll have a tough time making it. Um. What do we do about The Last of Us? I don't know, Mike. You tell me. It's a very good game. I mean, like but the way I feel about it is colored by a lot of things that have very little to do with that game, to be honest. Sure. I think it'd be I think it'd be a little silly to not consider it. It was very well done. I don't like the I don't specifically like this thing having to become franchised and like become some giant media property. Uh, but that, hey, we've seen what happens with The Walking Dead, right? People just right. love zombies, things like that. But it was very well done. And obviously, hey, there was something to a game just taking itself that seriously, I suppose, right? Yeah, there definitely was. Yeah. People, I think it, we, people struggle to do that for a long time. Yeah, I think it it is a game that is worth recognizing as being able to bring in a certain different kind of pe person who wanted their wants their media to feel very adult. And this game does scream, I'm an adult. And that yes. turns me away a little bit. But that that's like maybe I almost maybe something wrong with me. Like, like yeah, I'm I not mean, holding, same, same. Uh, yeah, I'm not holding against the game. I'm glad it's out there doing its thing. I want people who want that to have like media serving them. They don't get a lot of those options in video games still to this day. It's not like, oh, here's another great alternative to the last of us. So um so they hey. have to keep remaking it. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm willing to like put it on the for consideration 100%, Mike. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, which which Tomb Raider came out in 2013? Would have probably just been Tomb Raider, right? Yeah, just Tomb Raider, right? Just the one called Tomb Raider. Yep, uh, that one did come out this year. I did like that. I think a lot more of my love is for its sequel. Yeah, me too. Um, I like Rise. Right. And uh, I think Tomb Raider also takes itself very seriously, too. A little too much for what Tomb Raider is, I think. I mean, Rise takes itself pretty seriously, too, but I felt like it worked a little bit better there. Um, I don't know. I did like this game. I don't know if there's anything super, like, special about it right now. Uh, I agree. I think that's right. Um, God. Hey, did you like Tearaway? I never played Tearaway. I, I always oh. regretted that, but I know people really talk that one up. I liked it. I maybe don't like it quite as much as some people, to be honest. But I definitely did enjoy playing that a lot when it was on Vita, especially on Vita, because it was using all the bullshit on there, the camera and the back touchpad and all that fun stuff. It worked for me. It was good stuff. Um. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. No, thank you. Meh. Uh, Rayman ne- Legends. Ooh, that's a good one. Rayman that's Legends actually rules. that's actually a really good game. I mean, that's, it's better than Origins, right? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I, I guess I don't know. They're both really like, good. They are both really good. good. Yeah. yeah. But it's better than Origins. Um, it's different. It, it it's different in all the right ways from Mario, where. It has the floatiness to the jump, so it makes up for it with uh, a lot more animation that makes the floatiness look right, and it feels yeah. a really good, and that enables you to not be, uh, not necessarily a precision platformer, unless you unless you aren't, a, unless you want to play it that way, and you still can. You can do these really precise jumps still, um, and then it's uh, so detailed in HD, uh, and they have the camera pulled back that it worked really well as a four-player game in a way that the Mario games, the Mario 2D Mario games, never actually really figured out until Wonder. Um, and that's, oh, God, I guess that only works on online still to this day because the camera doesn't know who to follow. So really, yeah, <laughs> better than Mario ever has. Um, Rayman Legends, very, very good. Do you think the Pokemon freaks are going to try to suggest X and Y, or do you think they feel shame sometimes? Uh, well, they're completely shameless. We know that. I do think this, that this we ain't have... one of ours, man. This ain't one of ours. Man. <laughs> yeah. they, they don't know this. <laughs> I, I think they're also a bit sated, right? That we gave them one last time, right? Not last time, but we gave them one a couple times ago. <laughs> we gave yeah, them we gave one. one. They got their one exactly. Good win. Then they made a good one. We put it on here. Um, no, I'm joking. Um, like, have you got Papers Please or Gone Home? Uh, deep shame that I haven't played either. I should play Gone Home because of how much I love Return of the Obra Den. I or I'm sorry, played, Papers, Please. Yeah, I played Papers, Please, and I did like it. I don't know if I quite got it or played enough of it to really feel what other people were feeling. Um, something I would actually like to revisit someday, to be honest. Um, uh, Grand Theft Auto V, Jeff, came out this year. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, 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 I like I Grand Theft Auto V. I do. It's the only one I've beaten, to be honest. I remember uh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we do this every time, but we're just we're not huge Grand Theft Auto people. I respect it. I, I well, in some ways, I admire how much work and artistic, you know, artists and all that stuff that's go into making a Grand Theft Auto. There is something to be said for just making the biggest game and having it all work and be fun. But, there, you know, there is also something about Grand Theft Auto that I don't need to explain that can sometimes be off putting and weird. Yeah. And it's um. Grand Theft Auto was always a uh, a mess around game for me, but that started Grand Theft Auto 3, and that's what I always come to these games for. 
And it's like by the time Grand Theft Auto V was on the scene, there were other open world games where it was easier to mess around and 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 have fun. Now, there's still something to be said for messing around in Grand Theft Auto where it's like the world is still mostly pretty grounded. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Grand Theft Auto and it's absurdist in a lot of ways, but it's not Saints Row and it's not Just Cause. So like the like when you do really make things go crazy and you're causing explosions and things are flying through the air, it has more of an impact. Um, and yet I think I probably still had fun, more fun with just cause and saints row four at this point. So, yeah. Uh, saying that though, I don't necessarily know if I'm going to try to get saints row four in there. I love, I got saints row the third in there, right? Last time. So, uh, a couple times before I'm not going to try to get, um, uh, saints row four in here. Although I really do enjoy saints row four quite a bit. That's the one that has the great storytelling of these characters, these legacy characters, um, meeting, uh, like growing up and then traveling in time in such a way where they are like they're in a digital world and they meet the younger versions of themselves from like Saints Row one and two and like having to have that, like realize how they used to be really shitty people and stuff like that. And the writing was really good. Um, I recommend playing it, especially yeah, I never really played Saints Row one and two. And I still got a lot out of that, but yeah. Uh, oh shit. Oh God. I can't believe I almost forgot this. I, I, number one, we almost forgot the number one, Jeff. Oh shit. Fucking knack. <laughs> oh, my knack files are out there. Let's this, go. This is the PS4 and Xbox One launch year. Here's God, the man. All right. So that God. means Rise as well. Rise, Son of Rome. Let's go. Yeah, we got to do a knack series playthrough. Yeah, we really should. Uh, like, what's wrong with us? God, I wish they would put that on on, on Steam. They won't. <laughs> it's probably not worth it. <laughs> uh, no. But Remember Steam Remote Play would work way better than that PlayStation Remote, remote Play. So we should Remember. just get together and play that game in person. Yeah. yeah. Remember Remember how bad freaking um what uh, Sack Sackboy sold on Steam? Yeah, we God, never knew, right. We never knew worse if we got back on there. God. But I love it. I would I too. I would it. buy it. I would. I would even accept a code. I would. Sp- I would spend my own money on that. Um, um, all right. Maybe we're at a point where we should start seeing what the community suggests. Yeah, this, that feels right. That feels right. Let me uh, uh, bounce over. Hey, you know, I think I have it set up. There we go. Yeah, it's already set up. There we go. Okay. Uh, Bench JC says it's Zelda, a link between worlds. Correctly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you, Bench. Oh, Tommy Pencil says DMC Devil May Cry. I oh, really I, yeah. like this game. I saw that on there. It. W- I was so confused when for a while people acted like this was like one of the worst games ever because they change the characterization of some fuck boy (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i mean dmc fans are just wild and out there they're They're just they're just crazy um and if you still hate this game whatever i think it's fantastic it's really i don't know if i like love it that much and i'm I'm gonna put it on a top five but yeah it's good i remember Uh, hating the i remember hating dante on the older games and this dante i like and then they brought it back i'm like "Hmm." this dante's like knows what's going on. The older Dante was just, uh, yeah. And he's a clown. Kind of. He's a clown. Yes. People, he's a clown. people are clown fuckers, so you know they like that. God, we are, we're surrounded by clown fuckers. That's what I'm Whoa, always saying. He's dancing like Michael Jackson all of a sudden for no reason. That's so wacky. <laughs> uh, I can I have like a that. little bit of that energy sometimes, and that's <laughs> oh, like sure, yeah. And, and sometimes I go with it. Other times I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I, I like uh, that you keep going to that character voice tonight, Mike. <laughs> it's, it's, we're getting a lot of mileage out of that. Whoa, these guys, they don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's, it's very 2013, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, Cranch Smith Basketball says Grand Theft Auto 5. Dean Bowling says Raymond Legends. Uh, I said Raymond. Raymond Legends. Uh, Nick Turbo says Super Mario 3D World. So far, so good. Joy Z says Kentucky Route Zero. I played the first. Uh, I couldn't get into it. Mike, you played all this. This was one of our first Game Club games. Yes, it was. Not for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, real long. Yeah, it wasn't for me either. I think that's when I it's realized not, how long, long it was. It's like, oh, I have to bounce out of this. It's just not much. Look, I mean, obviously there's a market for it. And there's a, I totally see, you know, a place for these kind of games that are very light on the actual gameplay elements. There's something to be said about mildly interactive stories. That's fine. Just not really my thing. Uh, This is one I need to go back to. Uh. Eden, Eden the Gabba Girl, which is a great name. Yes. The Gabba Girl uh, says new Super Mario Luigi U, uh, which is like that hard mode version of new Super Mario Brothers U uh, that has a hundred second timer. Listen, I did not like it at the time. This is why I need to go back to it. I remember disliking this and be like, why? The timer is like one of the dumbest things about Super Mario Brothers now at the end of the year 2013. Why would you make a game based on a 100 second timer? This sucks. Uh, but I wonder if like now that we have Mario's that don't have the timer anymore, if I can go back and appreciate this really weird, I, I, annoying version of the game. I played it when um, the Switch uh, version came out. I don't know. It didn't necessarily feel all that different to me. It still just felt like enough time. It was just like I was playing Super Mario Brothers U. I don't know. No, fair it, enough. It didn't change it up that much. Uh, Teriyaki Blues says, Papers, please. There it is. Flobotron says, Company of Heroes 2. I wish I, I had time for a Company of Heroes lifestyle. Uh, I know people really, really <laughs> love that RTS. Did the third one, is that coming out this year? That came out last year? That came out, came last, out year. last year. Yeah. Yep. And it did kind of oh. come and go. Did kind of come and go. Uh, Pseudo Gerudo says, The Stanley Parable. I like that oh, game. Oh, I do like that game. That is a very 2013 game to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, you um, know, uh, uh, Voidberger did that video about the um, Stanley Parable director's cut that made me realize, it, oh, it is a completely different game. Uh, and I, I should go and uh, play that because I really enjoyed the fun. Stanley Parable. Yeah, I would even put I'd even consider it. I don't know if you feel that strong about it, but I like the Stanley. I'm Parable. fine with that. Yeah, let's give it a shot. Um, yeah. All right. Let me just do that real quick. Where did I put that? Stanley. Parable. Parable. Bioshock Infinite. Uh, that's from two-time champ Beef Hammer. Uh, Jamie H. Christmas Eve says Guacamelee. Mike, I've never played Guacamelee. Guacamelee is very good. It was kind of um, it was kind of in this spot where we were right before that resurgence of Metroidvanias that we would get with. Like, it was in the gully, a, yeah. Right, right before we had basically Ori and Hollow Knight. Uh, come out and i think its sequel is probably better in a lot of ways it's bigger the co-op is fun guacamelee is a very fun playthrough i do like it a lot i don't know if it's quite gonna be top five stuff for me but it was a cool game low rule says pikmin 3 uh alex agogo says metro last light uh gee man metro last light is that the last one i don't know i thought there was a metro game on the list last year and i was like i never played one of these um yeah, maybe maybe we're getting the, the, the releases mixed up a little bit. Uh, Klaus, you know, there was a Metro Metro after this. There had to be. Um, Klaus Rayner says Antichamber. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Metro Exodus is three. Thank you. Um, Antichamber is one of those non-Euclidean geometry sort of, uh, um, you know, you look at oh, something. Oh, yeah. And this is a very good one of those. It is, you know, 
simple. It felt like pretty sparse. Um, but I did remember really enjoying this. Uh, casual says Pikmin three. Uh, Tekken Wolf five says Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Whoa! Yes, I'm looking. That's 2013. Oh God! Oh yes, absolutely. That game rules, and it somehow has aged incredibly well. Like I played it again, I think last year, a couple <laughs> years ago, because of the Game Club again. And I, but I played it back then. Even it is just so much fun. Just such a delightful, fast-paced playthrough. The cutting is great. The so boss good. music, all the boss songs, incredible soundtrack. Fantastic. This is platinum at the height of their powers. I just finished playing Vanquish last night. They were so good at this moment. Uh, input name here says Fire Emblem Awakening and has a uh, picture. Horny picture. The, a picture of their waifu, I think. Uh, Hammond of Texas says Splinter Cell Blacklist. I remember enjoying this game for what I played of it. I didn't play all of it for sure. Uh, I one of these Splinter Cells that came out this time. Maybe Conviction. Maybe it was it was one of them that was just basically a third person shooter and it had like the dead eye from Red Dead Redemption. And I think that's conviction. Thing. They kept having giant like words plastered on like walls and stuff to like tell you I what to do or have think that's titles. conviction. I think so. Oh, yeah. uh, man, I should replay the entire Splinter Cell series. God, I wish I had all the time in the I mean, world. I maybe want to play the first three. I don't know. But I, well, I want to play the bad ones, too. Uh, Villain Max says Rogue Legacy. I'm not a Rogue Legacy guy. I know the Rogue I, Legacy, Legacy people are out there and are down to clown with this game. I did like Rogue Legacy. This was, I think, the first time I really played something that was a roguelike, right? Uh, like exactly what that franchise would be in terms of you die a bunch and then you go mm -hmm. back. And, I mean, it has the word Rogue in the name even, right? Yep. It was still so novel then. Uh, this game was really fun. It kind of gets overshadowed by other games in the series. Like even its sequel feels like it got overshadowed by things like Dead Cells, Dead Cells still. I did like Rogue Legacy a lot. Uh, Matt Rare Monkey says Dota 2. Man, I played Dota 2. Is, look, I don't, I can say that like go 1.0 in, in, in 2013. I could swear people were like talking about Dota 2 a little bit before 2013. I don't know. Cause we had Maybe League not. of Legends for a while. Well, a yeah, obviously. Before. Yeah. yeah. But, which I mean, I, I'm I'm more comfortable playing a League of Legends. Even that's a lot. Dota two is so much. It's mm -hmm. a lot. I'm I'm actually kind of shocked that a game that complicated got that popular because it's a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of those things where it's like it reminds you, like, yeah, it, it's uh, something can be so obtuse, and yet if there's something in there that makes people makes it worth their while, or maybe sometimes because of how much arcane stuff there is to learn about it. Um, yeah, no, arcane is oblivion. I, I fucking knew one of you was going to make that joke as soon as I said the word arcane. You might have noticed my hesitation after I said it. Um, this is the one, the game that Brad Shoemaker famously says, like, you, uh, you can play for a thousand hours and that's when you'll begin to understand the game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, uh, no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Chaos Buckaroo says Gone Home. Uh, Ali Miracle says Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Don't want to uh, talk about Gone Home, huh? I, I, I never played Gone Home. That's um the walking simulator. I, I mean, I know I what gone, I, I know what gone home it. is. I mean, yeah, I, I just never played yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I, I know it's a, it's a, it's a what love if I walking did, simulator. Jeff, you can ask me. You're not a lesbian. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, only lesbians are allowed to like that game, all Mike. Right. Well, you know what? That's fair. No, it's, I, I, do you like Gone Home? I mentioned it earlier. No. The reason I didn't think you want to talk about it is because I mentioned it earlier and you didn't say shit. So <laughs> I just fair. figured we had already gone through that. Uh, all right. Uh, Dr. Ryan says The Last of Us. Uh, Dr. Lynch says Shadow Run Returns. I, I, um, 
wish that I had played this game because it's one of those ones I do not think you could play anymore in any way. Unless maybe, really. maybe there's like maybe there's like custom servers. Uh, it seemed like really weird and strange. And uh, it's one of those early games that had crossplay between PC and console. Uh, I wish I would have spent more time with it. Uh, Octos is Call of Juarez Gunslinger. People Never played like any game. of these games. My my one print magazine like review is in an EGM that has I think the Call of Juarez before this on the cover. That's my entire association with the series. Uh, Screaming Madden says Super Mario 3D World, where uh, there is a picture of Madden pasted to Mario's face. I like it. Uh, uh, Shoji Koda says Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh shit! Tears of the Boomer robs a bank. Says Flappy Bird. Jeff, we're not putting Flappy Bird on the goddamn. But it is one of the best five games of the year, though. It's just, it's just not. I'm just, it absolutely I is. Was Flappy so Bird is so good. About your weird fascination with Flappy Bird back then, I had to deal with it. Or, no, absolutely. It's because I'm right. That's why you have to be polite no, about it. No, you don't no want to embarrass yourself, Mike. Right. You don't want to embarrass yourself by talking about Flappy Bird. Absolutely not. Slain says Assassin's Creed 4, Skull and Bones. <laughs> nice. I got uh, uh, maybe I should say, yeah, that game's coming out <laughs> finally. And Jan's Weird. got it. Uh, Jan's got it for uh, for fantasy critics. So have fun with that. <laughs> I uh, think I counterpicked it, right? I, th- I think you did. Yeah. All right. Hosp says Steam World Dig, a fistful of dirt. Uh, Mr. Bowler says, oh, Monaco, what's what's yours is mine. You don't want to talk about Steam World Dig. You love Steam World Dig. I guess I you like the second one. I like the second one. I didn't. I didn't really love the first one all that much. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a good game for sure. But Monaco, Monaco, another dirt game, another digging in dirt game. Monaco, what's yours is mine is a heist game, and you know who should play this? The fucking uh, uh, connectivity compadres. They even have the colors. Look right. Yeah. yeah exactly. This is okay. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh, oh, I'm gonna have to remind myself. I'm gonna yell at Google here. I'll mute myself in a second and do that. Uh, Cryorsis says, "Right to hell, retribution." That is so messed up. That game is that old, like that new. I guess like 2013. Yep. It looks like such an early Xbox 360 game. Uh, it's upsetting. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like every time we would like start talking about the combat, or whatever, Dan be like, "Yep, that was like five years after Batman Arkham, whatever." It was like three years after that, but still, it's a while. It's wild that that game is that new. Uh, Big Tony, the Final Fantasy guy, says Shimigami Tensei Four. Uh, Nintendo Giat Cube says Super Mario 3D World. RT Bix says Tomb Raider. Uh, Louis fifty four sixty eight says Disney Infinity. Uh, my brother AJ loved Disney Infinity. I like had some fun with it. I wish that the games were like more interesting, right? Um, they they all basically play like those Lego games where there's a lot of charm, but the game itself is so simple. It's basically like the world's simplest brawler, right? Like every character has like a three punch combo, and then you jump around on stuff. Uh, there's a little bit more going on, and the create mode stuff could be interesting, I suppose. I like the I, I like the idea of a Disney Toys to Life thing. I think they did a good job with it. I think it's probably one of the better ones of that time. But uh, I wish it was a bit more exciting to actually play. I put a I put a nerd emoji here on Louis' uh, nice. post for Disney Infinity, but I enjoyed Disney Infinity. I actually had some fun with that. So uh, it's a, it's a fine game. Oh man, Bop World says the NCAA Football 14. Uh, yeah, that was uh, the, the last football game for college football from EA until next year, right? I guess we're getting one next year, yeah. pro- probably. So, yeah. Uh, DMC Depressed Me Crying says The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD. Uh, want to put it on the list, Mike? I don't think we should do uh, 
like you know remasters H- even though HDs. they are very super good it's, it's somewhat you know it's the same reason why i didn't really include betrayed prime remastered on my list last year like it's betrayed prime that's just cheating <laughs> Man, people are saying that I leaked it. It's delayed. No, okay, I just forgot. Yes, the NCAA game is coming out uh, this year. Um, yeah, yeah. Just take a really good game, make it HD, and then put it on the list again. I think we probably put Wind Waker on Remasters the first time, right? are different than remakes. Everybody understands. Don't come at me with that. Uh, SWSP says ridiculous fishing. Uh, I never played this. I did follow a little bit of the drama around it, how it got like cloned a bunch, and it was a big bummer for the people making it. Uh, I, you know what? Actually, I think I did play a little bit of it. So it's a good game. Uh, wrong, wrong, excuse me, Wong Gifts says yees and then a bunch of words. Uh, oh, like, no, I want to hear you pronounce these words. I'm excited. I can't this. even, it's like, it's cursive. Like, of, I, you know, I oh, it says memories. Uh, memories of Calcutta, Salsetta. Oh, that's right. Calcutta. Oh, Calcutta? I think okay. it's Calcutta, yeah. Actually, just couldn't so, see that that word said memories. Said um, uh, I actually played through played this yees. one. This is the only one I beat, actually. This was the okay. beta one. It was fun. It's a little simple, but it was satisfying enough. How how do you how do you say the name of the game? Like just the normal name of the game? He's oh. nuts, Mike. I was trying to help you. <laughs> I'm sorry. You've been through <laughs> enough this week. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, always be clothing slash corgi says Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Uh, Doom Metal Crossing says Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, Bradfish says Shimon Megami Tensei 4. Uh, Clink says Bubsy 3D. Bubsy vi- Oh, yeah. Bubsy, yeah. Bubsy, Bubsy, Bubsy visits the James Turrell retrospective. This is Bubsy3D.com. Yeah, we got to do this sometime. Yeah, I, I did it on my own time, but we could do it on the site for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Warizzle, uh, for people who don't know, just go to Bubsy3D.com. I think you could still play it. Um, I believe it still works. It's just Bubsy3D, but a absurdist take on it that actually has you visiting James Terrell's art. It's that's been cool. that's been isn't it? The I think it might be, yes. Yes, I think the yes, It's definitely yeah. like a well known it's definitely a well known uh, uh video game designer. Warizzle says uh, uh God Bit Trip. Yeah, Bit Trip presents Runner 2 Future Legend of Rhythm Alien. I don't know I, what that is. Oh, that game with that guy. Yeah, uh, Bit Trip. Those Bit that Trip. That guy games. was in Super Meeple. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Bit Trip was in a lot of stuff back then. I never played many of the Bit Trip games, no. actually. God, Bit Trip. I haven't thought about Bit Trip in a while. Uh, Seraphis Kane says Dragon's Crown. The game is not on Switch for some reason. Yeah, I'm like, I want to play Dragon's Crown now. I was always a little off put by those ridiculous character designs. Like, I'm not I mad about, about it. <laughs> but they do. Look, they don't look offensive, to be clear. I don't think yeah. maybe they are, but they, they look stupid. <laughs> they look bad. They're ugly. I like the lady's thighs. Yet. Yeah, everyone likes the thighs. Um, no, yeah, that, that game was, it was definitely like, huh. Uh, the game looks like it plays pretty well, though. It looks like a good game. Yeah. Uh, I, I just I never played it. It's good games. I wish it would come out well, at least on Steam. Jesus. Uh, Vision 49 says Zelda Link Between Worlds. Spooky Dad says DMC depressed me. Or, <laughs> TMC Devil May Cry was said to breast me crying. Um, <laughs> Cox Tover says Marvel Puzzle Quest. Uh, you, uh, you're a Puzzle Quest person after Puzzle I liked Quest? I like the first Puzzle Quest. I think right. I made us consider it on that year, but all the sequels and spinoffs never quite hit the same for me. Uh, Warden Cliff says uh, a Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destinies. I did like Dual Destinies. Um, it was a c- kind of fun return after the previous one, like, turned. It turned Phoenix right into some weird. I don't I even know what you call the character. It was a complete character change. And, you know, it's not so much that he wasn't the main character or whatever, but I was glad to like 
do the thing where it's like, okay, now him and Apollo are the main characters. Then we have this new a character, Athena Sykes, that I like. Like, it didn't disown the previous game, but it still brought back enough from the other games that was neat and worked for me. I think um, the sequel, Spirit of Justice, is maybe even better, but Dual Destinies had some very good cases that uh, I still remember. I do like it a lot. Maybe not top five stuff. Maybe not, like, one of the best uh, Ace Attorney games, but I had a good time with it. Uh, Teshi 99 says Europa Universalis of uh, four. four Universalis, excuse me, Universalis. This is a grand strategy 4X, uh, I think. It's like, okay. I think it still has a lot of 4X stuff, but then there's a lot more continuation of lineage and stuff that, that is, um, Paradox always does. Just look at this picture. This is just nothing but colonization, huh? That's like Yeah, I mean, colonization the game. I mean, listen, it's deep in our bones as Europeans. Yeah. Um, Lenny Cool Dick Dimber. Says Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh, Lenny Cool Dick Denver, I saw your name on Giant Bomb. Lenny Cool D. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw her you say Cool D. And I was like, is is he trying to be like polite on Giant Bomb or is like that what uh, the name sure. is on there? Incredible. Yeah, it's a new me. Uh Willow Davis uh is uh says Animal Crossing New Leaf. I Mike, if I could get away with it, I would want to consider this. Do you think I, there's a chance I can get this in the top five? Man, it was a good year for the 3DS. I mean, yeah, maybe. There's a lot of very good 3DS games we're already getting. Yeah, on yeah, I, I, definitely. I, this, I think this is probably still my favorite Animal Crossing. It's really, really good, but yeah. I don't know. This is just um, the undisputed best year for the 3DS, though. My God. Absolutely. Uh, GameCube Chris says DuckTales Remastered. You know, I never actually like played that much of this version of the game. Fake as fan. Much I love Fake fan. I know. Fuck me. I, do you know how it's mostly considered? Is it like mostly? I think, the, I think it was maybe it's because the reception was a mildly muted when it came out. I forget why. Um, but I don't know. I'm actually not sure. I, bet people, I think people like it. I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to play the original now again. But it was fun to play through this once. Uh, speaking of things people like, Wiesman says, Army of Tool, the Devil's Cartel. Uh, God, man. Did you I say Army of Tool? I said Army of Two, but I'm, I can't speak anymore. Um, Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel. Sometimes I really do forget that there was a period where EA was making fucking Army of Two. Like, well, this is the kind of game that got put out. I can't believe they made two of them. Yeah. <laughs> I could see how you made one. Same thing with, like, Caden Lynch. Okay, yeah, Caden of course Lynch. you made one, Caden Lynch. Right. <laughs> but you you're, Now you're what? You're committed to this? Like, you have, feel like you have to do it? Do you lose a bet? Are you insane? Yeah. <laughs> Are you insane? Uh, mainline Mario fan says Super Mario 3D World. Uh, Turbo Sean, ooh, says Killer Instinct 2013. Uh, that is, I, I did finally get to play uh, that when uh, it just got kind of, um, I, I don't know, got updated finally. So got updated, uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is really spiffy. I like that quite a lot. It's super fun. Excuse me. And then um, he also mentions Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. And then Christian, first person mentioning this, surprisingly, Brothers, mm -hmm. A Tale of Two Sons. Uh, do you have any love for Brothers? I tried it and I didn't, it didn't immediately hit me. So I kind of put it down. I played through it. I liked it. I don't have any super strong feelings about it. All right. Um, I think that, yeah, that does it. Let's get back over cry. to the list. I remember Sorry. Sorry. I believe that game's getting re-released this year, yes. so I might try it again. Yeah, so, yeah remaster happening, so. Right, okay. so it'll get another chance, and I I will probably try it again. Um, All right, that leaves us with the Zelda Link Between Worlds, Fire Emblem Awakening, Super Mario 3D World, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, Pikmin 3, The Last of Us, Rayman Legends, Grand Theft Auto 5, Knack, Stanley Parable, <laughs> Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Um. 
uh, you know, you know me. I love to I love to play to the drama. But let's should we just put Zelda Link Between Worlds up there at number one? Yeah, I think Zelda's number one. It's so freaking good. I mean, you can ask me on like uh, probably like two, three days out of any week. You ask me my like actually, what's the game I think is the most fun to play? I might say Zelda Link Between Worlds. I think number two is either Fire Emblem Awakening or Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Um, yeah, uh, I would put Fire Emblem Awakening, uh, but, uh, but I'm fine with that going to, to three, just cause I, like, I never finished Revengeance and I have not played it again recently. I did put it on my Steam Deck, um, and, and I always think, man, that's what I should boot up next. Um, you do seem to really love it. If you want to put it at two, I'm fine with that. Uh, let's, well, we'll put that one at two. I think in some ways it's aged better than maybe Awakening has. They don't have feet sure. in Awakening. We're still, we can still pretend to be mad about that or something. Yeah. Well, you know, the feet technology wasn't there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Fire Emblem Awakening at three then. Leaves us two spots um, for Mario, Black Flag, Pikmin, Last of Us, Rayman Legends, Grand Theft Auto V, Knack, and Stanley Parable. Um, <laughs> this is, <laughs> um, I, I, I feel like I don't normally feel this way about a game I don't really care about. Like, oh, Grand Theft Auto Five, I don't want to put on here. I feel weird not including Last of Us, even though I know it's not necessarily the most <laughs> Us game ever. I would feel kind of weird. And again, I, I don't really hold anything against it. Not I don't really, really. Think, yeah. It's obviously very good. It's obviously very important. Yep. I just, I, I, it, it would ring hollow to release a 2013 list that doesn't have it. We can put it at five. But all right, yeah, let's, just, I'll, let's put it at five there. then. Yeah, all right. I think it's got to be on there. All right. Uh, just to remind people we didn't forget about it. Uh, and then here are four better games. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> then, and then what's number, number four? four? <laughs> of course. All right. There we go. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that would solve their problems. Everyone would get that. Um, God, this is tough. I'm going to say uh, not Pikmin 3. Uh, Deluxe is significantly yeah. better. Uh, in my opinion, it's significantly and better. I kind of the same thing with 3D World. I just think that the Switch I'm okay is with that. better. So, I like, Black Flag is 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 fine. Rayman Legends would be fine for me. Those those are the two that that's my gut as well as those two. I think my gut says Black Flag actually, um, but I really love Rayman Legends. Yeah, I think I probably like Black Flag more than I like Rayman Legends though. Put it at four. Yeah, let's do that at four. Uh, I don't know, Chad. You think there's something we're really missing here? For this? like, I, I'm kind of open to suggestions for number four. Really. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't feel incredible about any of these. Uh, but I think that's right. I'm like, I'm asking Chad for suggestions. I mean, we already got some. Well, maybe I should read super chats right now, real quick. Then maybe there were some. Oh yeah, there. sure, sure. And then, and then Benji does keep yelling me about NCAA 14. Uh, I, listen, sure. Uh, no, I, I get it. Uh, Donard <laughs> Robinson is on the cover. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there aren't any real suggestions, Super Chats. We just read as we come back from the break. Uh, All right. Yeah, no I'm, GTA 5. I know. Hey, look. You hey, know look. I already I'm get my it penny in. points to Last of Us already. <laughs> I'm locking it in. Yeah, we get it. Uh, here's our list, everybody. Number five, The Last of Us. Number four, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. Number three, Fire Emblem Awakening. Number two, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Number one, Zelda Link Between Worlds. Those are the best five games of 2013. Like, I know a lot of times I'm like, yeah, that's the list. And this year, I'm, I don't feel that way. But also, well, I feel that way about like number one through three for I feel sure. I about number two and three. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 
Not the, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, that's just kind of where we are on this one. And I'm, I'm fine with, with Black Flag yeah. on there. You know what it is? It's The Last of Us throwing it off because we're like, we're more <laughs> <laughs> you don't like The Last of Us vibes. Yeah, that's- yeah. That, I, I'm fine with it. It's just that's what that's why when we look at the list, we're like, what's wrong with this? Why well, I got to put my <laughs> finger on it? Something's wrong. Something's here. wrong here. <laughs> All right, let me uh, let me tweet that so we can get yelled at, and then uh, you know what? While I do that, why don't we take a quick break when we get yeah. back? Uh, we'll we'll do some more super chats. We'll talk about our games that we've been playing. All that. Talk to you right after this. And we're back. Uh, yeah, thanks everybody for sticking with us. We're going to talk about what we've been playing here in a second. But I think there's a handful of super chats. Mike, why don't we do those first? Yep. Yep. We got that. We've got the game in that's Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. We'll get to that too. I'm going to get that uh, ready to go here after this. Well, Dave says, Mike, who gets cute before when you die? I know I actually do need to make a will and stuff, <laughs> right? I'm old, I'm old enough now. I'm gonna uh, just figure. I mean, I'm just going to everything's gonna get split between the two brothers. I guess I'll let them figure it out. Whatever. Yeah, they could pass it on to kids. They actually care. They'll know better about at you, that point. You'll get nothing, so don't you know plot oh, anything. Please, I don't want any of your trash. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Burrito says Jeff. For how many Mortal Kombat episodes does Mike have to be stuck in level two? before he's allowed to tinker the settings let's get a break somebody should do something well no i i am not going to tinker the settings. yeah no mike doesn't again like they're, like the, the pride i was talking about that's a real thing with mikey you guys yeah. like that's it, it that's why it's like so different between like when dan and mike is playing that's why i'm like i'm hesitant with my when dan asks for help yeah we're just gonna do it when mike starts asking for help i'm like okay is this the right time is it should we be doing it it's also because it's funny yes <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm balancing these factors here. And it's, uh, yeah, at a certain point, I couldn't help myself anymore. There is apparently a, like an unlimited lives cheat that I think everybody who beats the game actually uses. 100%. Right. Yes. That is right. that when people talk about beating the game, it's like, oh, it's because they did that. Yeah. Uh, next is uh, Aramis Baramis says, don't know if it'll get mentioned by someone else, but Room Factory 4 was the first time I fell in love with a farming slash life sim. The game's gameplay loop is the best in the genre for me. I always did mean to play this game. Jeff never got around to it, though. Uh, sorry, I was getting the Hall of Fame set up. What was the game? Rune Factory 4. Yeah, I, I, I um, once I started getting into Stardew Valley, I did start looking around at some of these other games that would be like, okay, I, how could I broaden my horizons a little bit? And people would mention Rune Factory and Rune Factory 4 specifically. I've never given it a shot. Not really. It had like a bad port here or there, I think. Maybe on the 3DS. Wasn't there like, uh, I think it was on Switch at some point. Uh, it was the Switch game that was, it was weird, yeah. Char- Charlie Wolf says, Mike Force, Metal Gear Solid 2, GTA 4, GTA 5 off the list. Jeff is too afraid to stop him. We need to get rid of this opposer. <laughs> uh, I think I'm completely fine with all of that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry uh, to, to let you down. When Zassi Zassi says, I was yelling at Mike in Bike Club chat. I have since played Mortal Kombat Mythologies. I am sorry. Yeah, you really don't. Un- like, it, you it, don't understand. That game looks miserable, all right? But you really, you never understand unless you try hey, to Hey, to be fair, don't apologize to Mike, because he does. He also doesn't understand when he's yelling at me when I'm playing these games. Yeah. He's like, why don't you just do this? Well, part I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying to you. help you, but I get very uh, energetic and sort of antagonistic in my helping. Yes. But it, it, everyone, the truth mind. is, everyone gets that way until they are in the shit. And then once you're playing these things, it's like, oh, my God. Uh, all right. That does it for the Super Chats. That is it for now. There's still some time left in the show. But if you want to send a Super Chat, we will read them before the very end of the show. We promise. Thank you so much. Uh, that is going to bring us to oh, our Hall of Fame. Did I miss Matt Rare Monkey's Super Chat? Let me see here now. 
Thank you for the heads up. Oh, yes, I did just. Oh, I skipped a couple of these. A few of these. Oh, my goodness. Jeff, let's go back to Super Chat mode. All right, like and three. we're going back into the Super Chats. He skipped a few, he says. Let's find out how many right now. Zoomer says, Bioshock Trilogy on the PS3 I bought pre-owned in 2014 was my true intro to M-rated games. I was also old enough to buy them on my own. What was the that first was your first M-rated game. I bet, I bet that hit hard, actually. Yeah. It was like, you know, we, they were called M-rated games. We were kidding. No. There was like a first game you play. Like, oh, this is kind of like a game for adults. And like, mm-hmm. I'm playing it. Like, uh, it, I mean, Doom, Mortal right? Kombat. I mean, Doom was yeah. definitely like kind of still before. I don't think that was uh, ESRB. Back, back then, all the games, even the games that were mature were still for kids. Really. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Reservoir Duck says, remember the Ouya. Oh, my God. That was about that time, huh? Man, God, we were so hyped for the Ouya. At least I was. Yeah, well, yeah, you, my younger brother had that thing. He was ready to go. Uh, Matt Rare Monkey says Dota 2 was the worst game, but Risk of Rain was 2013. I never played Risk of Rain. How about you? I played a little Risk of Rain. I played a lot more Risk of Rain 2. I was like it when a 2D game goes as 3D for its sequel, so I checked out Risk yeah. of Rain 2. Um, Risk of Rain, I know people really like. Absolutely. So you skipped three, huh, Mike? Yes, quite a few of them. Uh, sorry, everybody. Thanks for letting me know, <laughs> chat. But yes, we are caught up now. But we're yeah. If you send more, I will read them and not forget or skip over them by accident. We'll see. Uh, all right. Uh, the poll for the Game Mess Hall of Fame has ended about an hour ago. Uh, so we have the results. Can let's we talk about the, the nominees first. Yes, let's set, let, exactly. Was. Yes, let's set things up. Let's set the table here. Uh, we do a Game Mess Hall of Fame every once in a while. It's it's not like a normal thing and not a regular thing. Every once in a while when the mood strikes, we will uh, nominate two games. By me, we, by we, I mean me and Mike, we each nominate two games. And these days we do it in a specific sort of uh, category or a specific sort of thing so we can kind of narrow it together and make the games relatively similar. Uh, This time it was PlayStation 2 games. Uh, Me and Mike both picked two. I picked Shadow of the Colossus and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Mike, what did you choose? I chose Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, or Subsistence, and don't be shocked, Kingdom Hearts 2. We have the results. Uh, the way okay. it works is after we after me and Mike pick the two, we put all four up for for uh, uh, induction into the Hall of Fame. It's out of our hands at that point. Then it becomes up to the podcast producers who are our that, that's the jury. That's who actually gets the vote here. And they all get one vote. Two are going to make it in. The top two vote getters will make it into the Hall of Fame. Uh, but, but you can only vote for one. So it's it's it's. You don't get to say like, oh, maybe I can get both of these in there. Maybe I could be cute. Like, no, just pick the one you think is the most worthy. And here are the results. Coming in fourth place, won't make it into the Hall of Fame with 15% of the vote. Kingdom Hearts 2. Shit. Well, you know, no kind for taste. Hey, I used to like almost kind of apologize for like that game. And then I played it again for, uh, you know, my December charity run. And I had so much fun. I love that game. I think it's so impressive. Uh does so much with the PlayStation 2. It's a late PS2 game. Just a ton of fun. The combat still feels great to me. There's a lot going on there. It's good stuff. Yep, and that's the one I, I've never played, so no comment for me. I played to, uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts 1, and that's the one I had an issue with. Uh, coming in third place with 24% of the vote, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Wow. That's, you so know, we still do not have a Tony Hawk's game in the uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, it's the children who are wrong, Mike. Yeah, I mean, I guess I should be happy at least one of my makes it, but this makes me a little sad because Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, 
I mean, that's my favorite Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game. It is so much fun. Just such an incredible playthrough all the time. It's uh, just that right mix of like that perfect arcade feel. It's not taking itself too seriously. It's real goofy, silly, secret characters. Incredible levels. Fantastic soundtrack. It's everything. It's a perfect. It's a 10 out of 10. Would yep. highly recommend. Yeah, it's a, it's a game I still go back to today and love. And just, it's it's so well done. Uh, love Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Uh, we'll, we'll get a Tony Hawk's game on this uh, list eventually, I think, somehow. Hopefully. Hopefully we have not, like, moved past the point where we can get well, a Tony Hawk game on Games that lose can still come back sometime. Oh, yeah, for sure. Number three. Or, I'm sorry. Number uh, two, uh, second place finisher uh, that will make it into the Hall of Fame. Uh, that does, you know, that does mean obviously that now Metal Gear Solid Three, Snake Eater, Subsistence, and Shadow of the Colossus have made it into the Hall of Fame. Uh, but the number two vote getter was Metal Gear Solid Three, Snake Eater, Subsistence, uh, with thirty percent of the vote, uh, just barely in second because Shadow of the Colossus got thirty-one percent of the vote. So they're kind of neck and neck there. Uh, really good showing from both of those. But it wasn't like, you know, 24% of the vote to 30% of the vote. It's not like anything blew each other out of the water. So I think all four of these have a chance to make it in eventually. Uh, the two that didn't make it this time will probably get another round down the line. And they could easily make it in depending on like what category they're in. Uh, but yeah, that that will add Shadow of the Colossus and Metal Gear Solid 3 to our list. I'll get that list updated in a minute. But any final thoughts while I'm doing that, Mike? Yeah, I'm a little I'm a little surprised Shadow of the Colossus got number one over a Metal Gear Solid game. But Shadow Ooh. of the Colossus was super fun. I still just love that format of just kind of this, you know, small open world. Basically just there so you can go from boss to boss to boss. And each boss is this kind of epic puzzle, right? It's one of those games you just never forget about. Just so many moments from that first playthrough I had on PlayStation 2 still stick with me. And then I kind of got to relive them when we had that remake uh, a few years back. Probably longer than I think it was now. So, yeah, I love Shadow of the Colossus. I have no problems with that. Metal Gear Solid 3, still my favorite entry in the series. I think it found the perfect balance with some of the, you know, goofy story stuff and some of the serious story stuff. And then just... Really good gameplay and really good systems. I think the survival stuff they added here worked really well for this game. I think it does a good job of being a prequel, which can be difficult a lot of times for these franchises. But this game nailed that. A ton of memorable moments like the ladder, you know, the Snake Eater theme song. The end boss fight was really cool. So, yes, uh, I'm absolutely happy to see uh, Snake Eater make it in there. Uh, that means here is our current Hall of Fame inductees, uh, starting from our first Hall of Fame uh, nomination ceremony. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, Super Metroid, Street Fighter 2, Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, F-Zero GX, Undertale, Shovel Knight, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Streets of Rage 2, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Demon Souls, Uncharted 2, Knights of the Old Republic, Halo Combat Evolved, Shadow of the Colossus, Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, Subsistence. What the fuck? There's a Sonic game on here and there's not a Tony Hawk game on here? <laughs> we had a Genesis category one time. Eat shit. Shit. Uh, all right. That's always fun. That's always a good time. We will revisit the Hall of Fame here in probably a couple months. Not Maybe about two months. We'll come back and do another one. Um, I always enjoy these. There's some other stuff I want, like that we've done in the past. I want to start bringing back as well. We'll get some of that uh, mixed in here. We're Especially starting to run we, out of years. As we run out of years. Exactly. <laughs> so we'll have that stuff primed and ready to go. Uh, all right. Uh, do we need another break, Christian? Or are we good? Oh, we, we're good. We're good. Just chuckle along. Mike. Mike, what have you been playing? Hey, I've been playing a lot of Tekken 8, man. Tekken 8, 
is so much fun. It rules. I never played much Tekken before, and I'm really mad at myself for that. I was just such a Sega fanboy for so long. Even though, like, I eventually, like, yeah, I had a PlayStation. I would play a lot of PlayStation games, first-party stuff even. For some reason, like, Tekken, I was, was like, really the object of my ire. Because that was the one I was like, well, that's just a bad virtual fighter. Even when it became very, very good with, like, Tekken 3. And then, you know, Tyson ran over 5, like, the really good ones. Still was just never touching. Even when I loved Soul Calibur, which is, you know, similar series, in some yeah. way. Sister series, love Soul Calibur. Still just couldn't, like, look at Tekken. So, finally, like, I, I've been wanting to finally get into it. And then when they announced Tekken 8, I'm like, okay, cool. So, when Tekken 8 comes out, I'm going to really dive in. And I was able to review it. And uh, I'm glad that this is the one, because it is a fantastic <coughs> package. I mean, the, the, the combat feels fantastic. I think it's familiar to Tekken fans, but it's all incredibly fluid. It's deep, but kind of simple to grasp. The, I like I like juggling in any game. That's why I like that new Prince of Persia so much. And the fact that combos in this series depend uh, on juggling, that is very satisfying to me. I think the suite of single-player options is really great. Arcade Quest is a lot of fun, because that's the one that... Is this kind of separate story mode? It's like this little silly, like, hey, you're just like some guy in the arcade scene. And there's like an like an edgy antagonist who's like, oh, I only care about people who take Tekken seriously. So he's me, basically, with Smash <laughs> Brothers. Uh, and I, I like him. So you go to different arcades and you challenge people. But your friend is also kind of giving you little tutorials the whole time. And it's a really good way and a fun way to learn the game. And unlike with the main story mode, you can pick who you want to play as here. So you could pick your main and go through this whole thing with them. And by the time you're through with it, you're going to have a decent grasp on that character to get you started. Yeah, I've been uh, spending a lot of time in the arcade mode, uh, kind of getting through some of those tutorials. And and uh, yeah, I think you're right. Like um, learning just how we're relearning in a lot of ways, just how fun it is to get those air juggles going and then realizing Oh, once I know what I'm doing, this is not just satisfying. It's really kind of easy to do. And and, and uh, the fact that the game just makes it, hey, I want to do this thing, make it relatively easy for me to do it. Tekken does that. Tekken's in that space already. I think there's a lot of fighting game franchises that are trying to get closer to that. Tekken itself even has its own version of the modern controls I haven't touched. Um, but I don't feel a need to do that. I'm like, oh, well, I understand what I need to do to get most things accomplished at this point after spending a few hours in that arcade mode. Um and then uh, we, I keep saying it. It has the juice. It, it is it's so juicy. Tons of juice. The story, the main story mode is dripping. very juicy. Yes, it's dripping. Story mode is is a lot of fun. It, it sometimes is almost a bit much for me, but again, like that, oh. that's a me thing. It's mostly a good time. It's mostly a very good time, and I enjoy. It. It I is. also like that it was actually kind of challenging, not super hard. But you know how like, Mortal Kombat One was almost like afraid anybody was gonna yeah, lose. Yeah, it lost its luster. It like lost some of its nerve after the previous games. Right. This one doesn't have that problem nearly as much. It, it, like, I still felt like I was actually having to play Tekken to uh, to get through everything. Like, lo like in Mortal Kombat 1, knowing a combo for each character is basically all that you need. And you, you play as our people, but you play as Jin, especially a lot. So you kind of get to be familiar with that specific character. Uh, so that does feel good. And there are just a lot of characters in this game. For a 3D fighter, it's a very big roster, something like 36 characters. You know, and it's funny because it is a game where you you really should, at least for a while, just pick one and learn them. So you just get, it's just so much fun that beginning to look at everybody and kind of be like, all right, well, which one's it going to be? And you're going to find somebody who you think 
looks cool or who plays well. I'm uh, playing as Reina, the girl who kind of borrows uh, Heiachi's moveset from the previous games. She's kind of this like spunky, athletic brawler girl. And uh, she's been a ton of fun to play as. But, you know, I've been experimenting with some of the other ones like King, who has all these uh, like grapple strings, which are a lot of fun. And it's all based on wrestling. So I find that really, uh, really fun to pull off. And I would like to mess around with him more. And I, I love just watching you play as Jack 8, by the way. What a what a <laughs> fantastic dumbass. What I love that guy. Just the, one of the best dumbasses in gaming history. Absolutely. Um, I, He's had this move for a long time. But it's like, you know, I was like one of you mentioned, you know, you just hit a direction and you hit one of the attack buttons and you're going to do a different move. And I'm like, okay, well, now it's time to, okay. oh, that works with holds too. I'm figuring, oh, okay, so I start doing that with holds. And one of the holds actually for, for that is not actually, it's a kind of a hold. The person falls underneath you. He just falls over on a person and he's had that forever, but it, it looks yeah. great here. It's still really fun. The, um, the way that the character models do sort of get squished underneath Jack when that happens is great. Uh, and yeah, he's a, this big dumb oaf and if, and he plays like that and you feel powerful, but you you still feel like you're able to pull off combos and all that stuff. Uh, he's a fun, big character. I'm really enjoying myself in that game. It's right moves now, so. as well. Yeah. It's like, yeah. because it's taken, you can move around when you get the you movement down. Yeah. His yeah. moves are, it's big. He has a big, um, rail gun that he doesn't shoot for the most of the time. Most no. of the time he's just, throwing it at you he's just hitting you yeah he just literally just like brings it over his shoulder and slams it into you when you're on the ground uh <laughs> yeah. and then sometimes in some rounds he'll be holding on to it and ride it and ride it into battle like not like on top of it like he's just holding on to it and again like a dumbass uh i love him he's precious to me now now officially launched today and there's been some issues uh yeah. I've, I've had a crash i think playstation 5 is having servers yeah. yes it's just I had getting overwhelmed a lot of precious yes yeah, so, you know, maybe get that a little bit of time to settle. And I'm, I'm still not exactly sure. I know Tekken has had issues with how with netcode before. I've had pr mostly good experiences. I had a couple rougher ones. I changed the settings so I only get matched with, like, the best connections possible, and that seemed to actually help. So I think that is going to be fine. We did have fun in, like, the kind of lobby thing they had, too, because we were all just able to hang out there together and challenge each other, and it was actually a that was cool. really yeah, fun yeah. hangout game. And I'm, I'm in Argentina, and I play against you, and it was somewhat playable. It was playable. Like, it's, it's, it's a good, that's a good sign, but still it's not like the best rollback we had that is Clearly not, six. yes. Yeah, because yeah. Right. the problem is like, oh, now we tasted the, 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 the sweet, sweet rollback, and now we kind of measure every other robot to that robot. So it's it's okay. It's functional, which is way better from Tekken 7. That was just, it was unplayable online, at least for me on my region. So that's that's sure. a good, that's a good point. Yeah. And I've been, uh, just kind of like the, the character quest or whatever, where it's, it's like a short arcade mode. It's just five matches, but you get like a little bit of story for the character at the beginning. And at the end, you get the scene, like the ending, the cutscene ending. And those are still been really fun and they've been silly i think those are going to be fun for everybody to look at we gotta you think you guys are gonna rank the new tekken endings yeah well uh, yeah ones? absolutely i think uh, backlar is keen to do that uh so we'll we'll make that happen again uh those yeah, kinds of upfs are fun too so absolutely we'll, we'll find a way to do that uh, maybe i should play through all those and record all those so we could just have them ready to go yeah. uh because that might be easiest because the, the last game, Tekken 7, did have just a gallery mode that had them all. I bet these are all in a gallery mode for this game. It just it was nice to have a all the games in one, gallery, in one place. Yes. yes. There's a gallery, okay. but I don't think you can get like past games ones. I'm right, sure. right. Maybe you can. Oh, well. That, you know, that, that's fine. We still have Tekken 7 out there to do that if we need that. Yeah. Um, 
All right, yeah, anything else about Tekken 8? I, mean, I, I think we're going to be talking about this for the next few weeks, especially because we're like, once it is online and we can make that happen, uh, it'll be better to like come back and talk once we know it's going to start working and work consistently. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Dude, I'm excited to play online a lot. I'm excited to do uh, at least a little ladder climbing and see what I can do there. During the online testing, we did, I, I played against Maximilian and I got a run of him and Mike couldn't even got one round on him. So. Oh, yeah, you're so happy you got one round on him, whatever. Mm. At least he <laughs> wanted a rematch with me because I didn't have Argentina next he, He's like, <laughs> oh, he had me as a friend. He had me as a friend. He was like, yeah, he's a friend too. <laughs> mm. Fucking My good sims. friend, Maximilian. I think, he like, I think he liked that I dressed Reyna up to look like Ashley Graham from Resident Evil 4. <sighs> okay. Uh, I've also been playing Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Um, that game is really, really good. Uh, when it is, it's opening up more for me now. It does take a long time to do that. If that scares you away, okay, that's fine. Don't play the game. Uh, but I think if you do give it time and give it a chance, you're probably going to get into it. Uh, the thing that really hits me with this series always has, but more so now that it is straight up a turn-based RPG, it makes, you know what game reminds me of? Stick of Truth. It reminds me yeah. of a South Park Stick of Truth, where it's like, oh, yeah. these people are imagining themselves being in one of these RPGs, uh, and this game does that. But it's even, the, the, the mundanity is even more apparent because it's not South Park. It's like actually, like the, some of the new characters you get on your squad just look like normal dudes. They just look like really normal people. And, um, and then having them do these uh, things where it's like, I'm going to do my magical electricity attack. And he pulls out a car battery and <laughs> shocks rules. you with it. I, I, so it rules. I find, I find it. I have a deep affection for it is what it is. And then there's just so much game there. There's, it's so, there's so much to do. Uh, and the combat system isn't just like, oh, it's uh, cute because they have these imagine, imaginations and stuff like that. No, the combat system itself is deep and fun and rewarding. I always, I never am upset when I'm in a fight. Um, it's just really well done. It's the biggest game they've done so far. It feels like it definitely feels massive as you're starting up, starting it up and like, here's a system. Here's a system. Here's a system. Jan showed me the job system today and that looks great. Mm, you know, I love a job. I didn't get far enough I like a job system, yeah. to get to the job system. If I had known, maybe I would have, uh, stuck around more. I was liking that game. I just kind of got distracted and it was, Same. you know, it was long. It was like a, it was a slow pace. So it was kind of easy to be like, well, this is the one I can't play right now. Right. But man. I, I, I want to hold off on this because I, I know Persona 3 is real close. I know that's already the big, long JRPG from Sega I'm going to be playing. But gosh, that GB plays you guys did. This game looks like so much fun. I mean, you spent so much time just doing the Animal Crossing thing, and there's so much to that. Then the combat looks like, a, again, a ton of fun. The jobs. And yeah, I love that the jobs are silly things like surfer or whatever, like, you know, the Hawaiian dance girl and yep. mechanic or whatever it was. God, I yeah, cabbie, uh, yeah. I really like I do want to get I really want to get to this one. I imagine it won't hurt me that much that I haven't played the other ones. Maybe I should like no. see a recap of at least the last one. I imagine. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, won't, it will definitely help uh, to see a recap. Yeah, but I haven't. Uh, I yeah. played a, I played a bit of a seven, quite a bit of seven. I understand the setup there. Um, and then once they started, I started up this game and they sort of explained what happened. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's the arc there. And things really did start in one place in seven and end in a very different place where these characters are different people. And that's, that's cool. So we're continuing that. And, um, oh, there's still a lot of growth left there, or there's a lot of challenges of them being in this new world that they've created. Um, and for them to like start that and you start in Yokohama. 
Like the game starts in Yokohama for the first several hours. And it's like, I, at a certain point forgot I was going to end up going to Hawaii <laughs> and that, and I'm like, okay. And now we're in Hawaii and now things feel very different. And there's all these chances to, uh, uh, for these characters to like, renew themselves. And yet and here's how, once again, they're falling into these traps and things like that. It's, it's a great setup. Um, and then Hawaii is, is re really beautiful and cool. It, it, it's, it's, it's a good game uh, that I think people are, I think this is going to be the one that hits for a lot of people. I think it is going to come down to, yeah, the pacing might feel a little off, but everything you're seeing does feel like it's leading up to something. And then that combat is so much fun. Yeah, it's very you, easy to stick with it. You and Dan don't mind the story heavy pacing in the game. Right. I think that's a very good point. I think, I think most people are going to be, just fine. Uh, exactly. I mean, it is Me and Dan both really stuck, well. stuck with it. The characterization's yep. great. It's, it's just done well. It's entertaining. It's it's a long. Hey, when the story stuff is entertaining, <laughs> that's great. Yep, absolutely. And and that, you know, these the, speaking of like dumbasses like Jack A, this is just a game of nothing but jackasses, nothing but idiots. Yeah, just and idiots. that's it's great. Beautiful himbos. Just yes, lovable dummies. Um, and they really, they really, really are lovable. So I think that's a big part yeah, of it they as well. Are. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'm very interested to hear more people get their hands on this one and, and see what they think of it. Um, but but yeah, and that's another one we'll probably be talking about for the next Again, few just weeks. Like the quality of releases in this January has actually been nuts. Like these it's two been games, wild. And Prince of Persia, like those are three games that are absolutely just going to be like game of the year contenders. For me. I know it's a silly thing to say, but they absolutely are. They are. They're, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm assuming like Dragon. I don't know, but you know, like God, it's so good. Um, again, it, it makes. Everything else happening in the industry just all the weirder. Yep. Uh, but it, I, you know, it's so okay to enjoy the good games. Yep. I mean, it's like, and then you know, we still have like Power World popping off, and it's like it's huge. World, and yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, maybe it's not a. <laughs> we didn't talk about that weird, uh, the weird Pokemon Company statement on that. <laughs> yeah. I like that part where at the end they were like, "Our mission is to bring happiness to the world through Pokemans." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Too. I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, yeah, that that was definitely a message of like, leave us alone, nerds. Yeah, fuck, yeah. We, we we know it came out. Shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, yeah weird message. Uh, all right, Mike, did we get any more super chats? I think we did, sir. I think we did. Uh, da, 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 da. Yes, from Big Fresh Thirty Seven says, "Is there any IP in media that couldn't work potentially to make for a great CRPG or tactics game?" I submit the answer is no. Um, hello. I was Kitty. like. Uh, Monday night football, but I'm like, I don't know. You get John Madden out there. Yeah, it'd be pretty good. Uh, now we'll, we'll try to think of one big fresh. We'll come up with an answer for you. Now, Grug says you finally did a hall of fame. Not what will I complain about? I believe in you, El Grug. You'll find something. Yeah, there you go. Be like somebody inevitably in the comments are going to blame us for uh, what's happening at Xbox because we <laughs> once said that we think maybe them acquiring a Bay would be better than uh, Activision Blizzard being on its own. Yep. Join yeah. that chorus, I'm sure. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, Mike, for those super chats. Thank you, everybody, for who sent those in. Um, thank you, everybody, for watching. Mike, you ready to get out of here? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Mm, I'm going to play right. some Tekken. I hit the button. Uh, let's figure it out then. Mike, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, anything you want to tell people to go watch? Uh, where, well, where can they find your mythologies? Yeah, well, you go watch Mythologies. It really was, it was something this week. Uh, but uh, Game S Game Club's got a new poll up for our next game. It's between uh, Parasite Eve, Pac-Man World uh, Repack, and a third one. John, what's the third one? <laughs> right, hang Run on. Two. No, it wasn't Run It 2. 
And it wasn't Psychonauts. I said no to that. It was in our, hang on. I'll just, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll look in our messages. Hang on. I can just look at the game club and see what it is. What am I doing here? It's a, a ghost trick. Ghost trick Phantom Detective. Ghost trick. Oh, that's, right. that's right. A third, yeah, there it is. All right. Uh, but th that, that's going to be a shorter poll because Pac-Man is on sale for only a few days. So we're going to, that poll's going to end like later on Saturday. So vote sooner than later, everybody. And then we'll do, we'll figure out when we're going to do our vanquish discussion. I did beat that. We'll do that sometime next week. Uh, all right. Uh, a giant bomb tomorrow. Everybody tune in. We'll try to play Tekken. We'll see. Oh, my uh, God. You know, at the very least, well, I guess what we could do is I could, we could set up a parsec and just all go into there and I think play locally. It'll work. I think so, too. I think so, It'll too. But Maybe you can we'll start the story mode. I mode. mean, worst case, just have somebody play solo unlock endings. That'll be fun, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to play against everybody, though. So, yeah. Yeah, but... You know, you'll lose a lot and look bad. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's normal on GiantBomb.com. Uh, all right. Uh, there will be a BCR as well tomorrow. I'm going to have to skip out on that. I was originally going to be on there. Uh, we were going to talk about Like a Dragon. I think they're still going to talk about Like a Dragon, but I'm not going to be able to make it because I got a uh, kid's appointment you know, and I forgot you know Steph is leaving. Jeff, okay. I, hey, <laughs> you're Don't telling see? me. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, yeah news, to, news to everybody, including myself. Uh, but yeah, well, I told Jan today he'll probably find a replacement, make that work. Um, but still tune in for that. BCRs, I, I have a lot of fun on those episodes where we can have more time to talk about games. So listen to that. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time, have a good one. Take care of yourself and goodbye. I'm backdashing. I'm Korean backdashing. Korean backdash your way out of this podcast. Can't believe the words Korean backdashing are on that clip of me falling, by the way. Don't you think Korean backdashing is like maybe like should be less than 20 for Jeff and not less than two? Like you oh, bro, I'm telling you. He <laughs> got a couple, he was hyped. I, no, that's exactly, I like going for the hard one right away. Fuck <laughs> yeah. It's Donald Duck for real. <laughs> Do I have to show my dick an asshole? <laughs> I'm such a stupid asshole. <laughs> Break. All right. Uh, jump back in or whatever. Yeah, we just go right back into it. Yep, uh, the, that works for me. Just one second. All right. Hang on. Oh, oh. I, gimmick thought, alert. I thought I heard a gimmick, but yeah, gimmick alert. Self gimmick. Yeah, man, weird. Okay, yeah, I'm good. Let's bring it back in. Break, 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 right. break, break, break. I've never heard you guys less enthusiastic to book. <laughs> 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 uh, this, is, this is a crime. This Chef. is an actual crime. Point that in the list, not 3D world. Chef, if I push for, uh, if I put, if I push for brothers, would you, would you put it there? Would it be? Did I have any chance? Um, I, like, ju five? I just, I, I, you know, I didn't play enough of it, and I just didn't fall in love with it, so I, it would have had a tough shot. Because Sean's right. Like, if I was going to put another game up there. Super Mario 3D World, but I, I do I like remember uh, from the beginning. Mike had like his reservations about that. You, you gotta pick your battles. This is why I also said oh. MGR because I knew there's no way you guys are putting Killer Instinct on the list. Right? Yeah, man. Uh, I do like Killer Instinct, but I, yeah, just, it would, it's not one that's gonna get on the list. Some, uh, someone pointed out that uh, you keep referring to Tekken Eight 
uh, its juice as being like killer instinct and mm-hmm. uh i think it was eden in the discord said uh everyone knows i'm just ratatouilleing your fighting game opinions yeah a little <laughs> bit yeah <laughs> well, I, I don't i don't know if you mentioned that but it's i'm definitely thinking like yeah sean mentioned that like killer instinct has the juice well because and- when we had the juiciest games uh decides you and me yes. when mike was out yeah we talked right about absolutely that. that stuck with me because you were definitely right about that yeah. and i'm like so that stuck with me and now i'm like playing tekken and i'm like oh why am i like why is this just immediately popping off for me and it's like yeah it's, it's, remi- it's got the juice it does yeah. so yeah yeah definitely ratatouining that that's good <laughs> uh, all right so let's get this set up back on the other well we can leave it here for a second while people file in to yell at us uh okay there we go Red Wings won, everybody. That's nice. They're still playing really well. Doing good over here. Oh, man, my uh, my wife leaves uh, tomorrow, and then it's just nonstop stuff I got to do with the kids. Not just get them to school, doctor's appointments, and all kinds of other things. Nonstop. It couldn't have been worse timing. So it'll be good. It's going to keep me busy. Hey, fun speculation. How's it going? Thanks for tuning in. Well, we're on a break right now, everybody. We're going to get back to the podcast here in a second. Mm-hmm. I want to play some yep. more Taken, baby. Oh, Benji, I did not see that. That's awesome. They were chanting Jared Goff at the hockey game. That's awesome. Yes, we do love Jared Goff. Love that whole team. I'm eating for Zach. Tekken. Thank you, Snack Bar. I believe in you too. I believe in the. I believe in the you that believes in me. I believe in, I believe in a thing called love. Just listen oh, yeah. to the rhythm of your heart. Mike, the, the, my uh, heart. the Shovel Knight plushie. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same and one Chris I Chris actually sent this through their PR thing. I like this. Yeah, oh, I got to so maybe cute. put it on display. It's cool. Yeah, I, um, a little magnetic shovel and everything. It's cute. Here, wait. Oh, like wow. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put it on his back or in his hand. That's awesome. Oh, that's even better back there. Yeah. Here. Do you like that? Yeah, I used to have that in the background when I was streaming. And yeah, some people pointed it out. I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's a nice little plushie. I like it. Yeah, it's Kevin Tekkenate is cross-platform. It is crossplay. Yeah, yeah, it's crossplay. It would be so, crazy if it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were like, uh, we're, we're yelling at the top of our lungs. Crossplay, rollback. Well, we got yeah. like one and a half. <laughs> yeah, one and a half. That's pretty good. Oh, ah! <laughs> I love what, it. What the fuck is that thing? It's the, uh, God, which is that one a is pal? it? Is it Troupel? Is it Troupel? I yeah. love pals. That giant fish you talk to get stuff from in the game. Yeah. yeah I know there's a whole bit. I forget what the bit is because I haven't played like, it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Kind of feels like a squishmallow. He's very nice. Yeah. Man. Oh, my God. That's wild that they have a huge plushie of that oh, thing. That God, rules. Adorable. I love it. Yeah. You think it will be All a right. good bit for me to call every creature a pal from now on? Yes. No. Sure. Okay. No, um, that's too good. There you go. One. You got all three answers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Let's. I think we're ready. Let's do it. All right. Wind up and the podcast. <laughs> 